Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. In Kicks We Trust. Welcome to episode 78 of the In Kicks We Trust podcast. I am here with the whole In Kicks We Trust team today. Kev, how's it going? Hey, how's it going, everyone? Juan, welcome back. What's up, everybody? Golly, how's it going? Motherfuckers over at Oakley, they ended up refunding me everything. So took them three weeks to ship me stuff. Canceled order, reordered, canceled reorder, all that mess. Calling them, yelling at them. Finally got four pairs, tried them all on, had to go a full size down from 10 and a half to nine and a half. Took three pairs back. I think they really fucked up and they refunded me all the money. So, hey, I got a new pair of boots. And on top of that, Glizzy Fest is coming up. I am excited. Kellen, you're the man. Let's eat some hot dogs. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I hey, you got you got the shoes for free. I, I don't think that's a that's a fuck up in my book. Like, that's that's good. Well, I mean, it's a positive thing, but I mean, it. It took a long enough time for me to get them, so I, I deserve a free pair of boots. So it was worth it then? Unless they charge me in a week or so. So, But right now, they've refunded me everything. I don't think but they You got to keep it to yourself, man. Shit like that, you just keep that on the wall. No, why were they going to do? Recharge me? This is their fault. They can't. Exactly what they're going to do. This is exactly what they're going to do. Nah, what do you mean? Like anyone at Oakley listens to me at this podcast, and I would have actually received. No, no, they're going to catch it. Not a matter of listening to it. They're going to catch it and fucking recharge you. That's why you just keep that shit. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just like, it's just karma. That's it. Yeah, it's not about, it's not about, it's not about somebody listening is, to you. God loves me and is giving me this free one. Okay. Yeah, when you get a win, you keep that to yourself. No, don't tell you share nobody. It with the world. All right, we're gonna be on the pod next week, and what do you think Colin's gonna say? Oh, they recharged me from the glasses, right? <laughs> meant to be. It's meant to be. That's why you don't say nothing. <laughs> but then it wasn't meant to be, man. Right? doesn't matter if I talk or not. Move it along. Almighty man that can speak words and things will not happen. Like, come on. To all the wonderful people at Oakley, I love your sunglasses and all your golf (laughs) gear. Please sponsor me. (laughs) Rich, how's it going? What's good? And we are joined today by Faraz, which you may know him as Laced Heat on Instagram. Faraz has one of the biggest collections I've ever seen of just an array of things. So I don't have that range in my collection. So uh, definitely excited to get into it. So Faraz, welcome. Thanks for having me, guys. It's been a while. I've been trying to get on for a while. I'm losing my voice. I got a little bit of a cold for my kids, but <clears throat> hopefully I can talk for the whole hour. All good, man. Excited to have you on. All right. Let's start this off with our wares and pickups. So Kev, what's been going on for you this week? Okay. So wares, I wore, I wore some IDs. So start off with the Air Max 1 IDs, this gray pair that I have. Well, they call it Jack. I hate saying it because it's, the name is Jacquard, right? But it's kind of just looks like a digi camo. Anyways, also rocked the Air Trainer 1 chlorophylls, that 2020 SB pair. Another pair of Air Max 1 IDs that I did. It was also Mother's Day this past weekend. I rocked the Alma Manier 3s on Sunday. And then I also rocked a pair of Dunklow IDs, this gray and yellow pair that I have. And then I also rock Black Pigeon Dunk SBs. And today I rock the Wotherspoons. So that was my wares. 
And in terms of pickups, did we twin today, Kev? Did you rock those today too? I did. Yes. Nice. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I I woke up. It was super sunny outside. It was nice out. I was like, you know, it's perfect to rock when it's like nice. Uh, nice That's weather. what I so, thought. <laughs> there you go. Great minds, right? It's like what they say. Great minds. That was my weird pickups. I picked up. So last week I had picked up. Uh, Shoutouts to Kellen and his wife. I picked up some aprons from Soigne. So his wife does aprons. And I picked up some aprons for Mother's Day. So that was, you know, part of my wife's gift that I got for her. So shout out to his wife, Alicia Ann at Soigne. I contacted her super last minute too. So definitely appreciate her going out of her way and, you know, getting that ready in time for Mother's Day. So I got that. And then I also got those Treeline Air Max ones. So the homie Mark, he was able to hit a pair for me. But then I also hit couple of raffles myself so i've got you know four pairs basically so if anybody out there needs a size eight and a half let me know uh, otherwise i'm just gonna drop them off at omnis or something i don't know but uh yeah <laughs> i got a bunch of pairs of those but that was pretty much it for me in terms of ways and pickups good week kev thanks man Colin, what about you all right i'm gonna just skip wares because i don't remember um <laughs> but the pickups those oakley boots are finally here so Here's a look at the Oakley boot, well, like the Coyote boot, military tactical boot. Going to use this campaign. And I also have one more pickup. This is actually the Under Armour Kalichis. This is a fishing shoe. So it's like an aqua sock, but like made really good quality. Nice and heavy. Has holes at the bottom for the water to drain out when you go yeah, in the water. Yeah, I was going to say, what are those holes on the bottom? They look yeah, like Crocs. When the water goes in, it drains out. Oh, these aren't Crocs, man. I'm not going to wear Crocs. This uh uh-uh. uh, we don't do that over here. <laughs> We're gonna wear actual shoes made for fishing and like there will be no Croc slander in here, Colin. This is a I Croc mean, positive. We podcast. should probably just not talk about Crocs at all. I mean, it's <laughs> we spend a lot of time talking about Uggs. I think we can talk about Crocs on this. Hey, podcast. You guys spend a lot of time talking about Uggs. I barely talk about it. So if you have an issue with that, then you just need to not talk about Uggs. <laughs> I mean, that's the way it goes. But. Anyways, Crocs are out of the picture. We got these fishing shoes. I'm going to go portaging and fishing in them, and I'll let you guys know how they fare out. But yeah, I'm not stepping. You know when you go to like a lake? I love swimming, but I hate going to the lake or ocean. And you step on stuff, and like animals and creatures are out down there. You're going to glass through the foot, like tetanus shots. <laughs> glass through the foot. Yeah, I hate that. I hate swimming in the lake and just getting sliced up by the glass. Yeah, just... man. Beer bottles. People throw that shit in the water uh, drunk and then next you jump in and you're stepping on glass. like Or oysters or mussels. You know, those things are sharp. Rocks. Oysters. Well, yeah, these rocks for me. It's... <laughs> Zebra mussels or whatever they're called. They got all oh, types yeah. of things. What if a gnar comes around and tries biting at your toes? Like, you got... Yeah, that's the worst. That happens to me all the time, man. Those zebra mussels are just rampant here in Hamilton. <laughs> Lake Erie, Lake Simcoe, okay, all those lakes, fuck touching the ground. I'm wearing these bad boys. Even in the the Redo Canal, they have uh, zebra mussels because my buddy has actually done exactly that and cut his foot open and been walking across a dock bleeding profusely. But glass bottles is a little much. <laughs> What's the cushioning system on the those Under Armours, Collie? Is it is it uh, the, the uh, micro G? Micro no, G. hover is only for running. More of a propulsion. Micro G is more of their cushiony foam. Okay, nice. I've had micro G shoes before. They're pretty good. That's interesting. I've I've never seen like a big brand like that do fishing shoes like that. That's kind of interesting. Nice. Good week, Collie. Juan, what about you? I went with old reliable stuff because I traveled last week. Uh, you guys were recording. I was in the middle of the airport, so I really couldn't jump on. I uh, wore some dunks, purple pigeons, and then the 
shoe that everyone makes fun of, the Panda Dunk. I don't know why. I think it's great. I don't care if there's a million of those. I'm happy people just wear them. It's cool. Yeah, there should be no hate for that shoe. And like, I saw people like, oh, it's everywhere. This is great. People are wearing their sneakers then. I'm a Minari One. The Royal One Low that Trev got me <laughs> ages ago. I still wear those. And yeah, that's my wares. Uh, pickup wise, I didn't really pick up much. I told you guys I picked up those like Terex boots because they were on sale. And then I got my sister those Hello Kitty Prestos or something. So yeah, I did that. And that's it. Other than that, nothing much. Oh, you got the 95s. Didn't you get the 95s? Oh yeah, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, I got those uh, Supreme Flight 95s. But those are for my brother. So, But I did get it for him. The black one, the black one. Yes, the black one. I sent, I forgot I sent you guys a picture of it. Yes, that's right. You talked about old reliable, but did you wear the infrared 23 threes? Two days ago to go to the grocery store. Hey, old reliable. <laughs> nice. Good week, Juan. Faraz, what about you? This week I wore Purple Pigeons too, as well. Um, the Air Max Concepts, the Mellows, Joe Fresh Goods, New Balance 990s. I just got them and I immediately put them on today. Then the the whole New Balance Teddy DeSantis collection, the 990s, I got the, all three. So the V1, V2, and V3. So I wore the V3s today. And then John recently, Heads Ain't Ready, I met up with him the other day to pick up a pair of the, um, they're back there, the, uh, what are those, Joe Fresh Goods, the 2002s? Oh, yeah. You he grabbed them. He sold me the uh, Diodora, the Raekwon, you know, the V9000s. Oh, you grabbed those too? Those are nice, man. Built for Cuban links right here. Yeah, so dope, man. Plus, we're going to the Wu Tang concert soon. Yeah, so, yeah. those are gonna be on foot. Yo, these are fire! Like the insult. Yeah, I love them. One, I don't know if anybody has these, but I mm. wanted the, the purple tape ones, but these ones actually match the cover of Only Built for Cuban Links. So right, they didn't right, come right. in a box, though. They came in a, a bag, a baggie, like a purple clear bag, and it says, "Oh yeah." Huh? <laughs> inside one on the other. That's dope. Sounds about right. <laughs> and pickups, like I said, I just I got the Teddy Santis, the Joe Fresh Goods, and what else i picked up recently i'm just i'm looking to get those um jjj jowns or i don't even know how to pronounce it so the ones dropping tomorrow any of you guys going for those or no no i can help you try i can try please size 11 i'll help or 11 and a half whichever nice that's that's more that's a few pickups the tree lines too i got uh mark got those for me i gotta go pick up pick those up tomorrow so did a lot of people hit on those? I feel like a lot of people I got think, them. Those are a, a super GR. I think what happened was they dropped a few pairs like a few months like for Air Max month. Yeah. Or something. And then all the pairs just released this last week. So, I mean, I don't see think those were supposed to be limited anyway. But what was the original name they're calling them? The Skunks? Or was that just yeah, thing Skunks? That we, yeah. We made up? So I think just that tie-in made them a little more sought after and stuff. But the resale price is good on those right now. So if anybody ha- didn't wasn't able to cop for retail, then I would definitely recommend picking them up. Yeah, it's a nice pair. Still after those heavies, but yeah, that's that's a nice pair. I'm I'm, I'm glad everyone was able to scoop them because that happened. That came out on Saturday, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah it's just like all these raffle W's started rolling in for me too. Like Mark had got the pair. He had like messaged me super early in the morning too, and then. I just remember him uh, like sending him the money, and then afterwards, like throughout the day, like another raffle would W, another raffle W, another raffle W. I'm like, okay, well now we've got four pairs. I don't know if I'm gonna do four, but yeah. Well, I think because uh, in our group chat, I think you guys were talking about it early in the morning, and like by the time I'd actually like gone to our group chat, there was like 
200 messages or something like that or there was, there was a ton of messages to go through and i was like it looks like a few people hit good job yeah. guys like i can't yeah. go through all these messages yeah like for i said it was they were released i guess earlier in april because of 420 probably i forget there was a couple of local stores that dropped them and then the actual release wasn't supposed to be for may so that's why all of them dropped this past saturday i feel like anything after air max month after march like air maxes aren't really Nobody. Yeah, nobody cares about them anymore. Yeah. I mean, well, it's like last year with those St. Patrick's Day Air Max 90s, right? Dropping in like July. Like, oh, perfect. That's exactly how I want to sp spend Canada Day. Wearing my leprechaun shoes. I feel like Air Max Day hasn't been that great in the last, I think, two years. Like, I think the one year they went really big when they dropped like the Atmos, mm -hmm. the Jade Pair, and then they had dropped the Masters that same year. And the anniversaries, right? Yeah, the anniversaries. And also that was the first year the Vapor Max came out. Like that's correct. Yeah. yeah. Colorway on that. So so many pairs came out that one year. And then the year after that, what was it? I don't even know. Was it the was it the Witherspoons? No, I think the Witherspoons were before the Atmos. They were, yeah. They did like the I think it was like the London pack and the Tokyo, like you remember how they no Seoul, like Seoul, was it like oh the, yes, the yeah, Korea yeah. ones, like yeah. those, like yeah, yeah. it was like a city pack, but it was the also Tokyo Maze as well. The Tokyo Maze Air Max ones that I just got were a part of that. They did Seoul ninety sevens. It was a London vape or some some kind of a vape yeah. Max yeah. with like a, like a utility strap or something. Yeah. yeah, they were like local artists from each of those cities who did them. Right. Yeah. Air Max month definitely hasn't been as good as it's been in previous years, but I also kind of blame COVID for that a little bit. I think. Nice. Good week for us. In terms of me, as I said earlier, I wore my Air Max 97.1 Sean Witherspoons today. Same thing. It was a nice day. So I was like, all right, feels like a good day to bust these out. And I was actually, I was on a live with James D. Will earlier today. And he was asking me about, do I change my rotation at the front door? And it actually got me thinking, I'm like, you know what? I need to just leave my Sean's at the door again this summer. Cause I really like when I did that two years ago, cause I wore them a ton. Like I just threw them on just to go anywhere. So definitely going to do that soon. I actually might just leave them down there. The rest of the week, I wore free throw line threes, my infrared 23 threes, obviously, because can't let Juan do that on his own and cool gray threes. Yeah. Lots just, of threes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I didn't actually wear a ton of pairs this week. Like I didn't really go a lot of places. So, oh, and I don't think I mentioned infrared nineties as well. I've been beating those recently since the weather's got nice, no pickup report, but I do have a air max one heavy report. And the report this week is I still don't have them. <laughs> soon, man, soon you'll have them soon. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe Faraz got like six pairs or something. <laughs> Actually, I, don't have, I don't have them either. I have the other two. I don't have that one. Oh, you didn't get the heavy either? Oh, that's not for sure you'd have like doubles of all of those. No. Well, I wasn't going to get them at first, remember? Because I had just lost my job and I was like, damn, like I got to stop buying for a bit. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, right. I, I forgot. I got a yeah. bunch of money on reserve. I was like, yeah. oh, I'll be fine. So then I, at that point, all three pairs that already released and I didn't try for them. I was trying for like other people. Right. So, okay. that, now I, so I ended up having to pay a resell for, for all of them. And then the heavies, for some reason, they were the most widely available, but they're the most expensive now too. Like the heavies were the ones that were available at other boutiques. Yes. Yeah. What was it? The Mel Were the mellows available elsewhere too or no? Nope. Concepts no. were only for the other yeah. two. Yeah. 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 makes no sense. Like the two that are exclusive to concepts are cheaper in price than the yeah. ones that everyone had. Yeah. <laughs> everyone loves the camouflage on it. This, so. this is exactly my problem and beef with this. Why? Why Anyways. Price tag heavy? We're going <laughs> to... 
the price tag is too heavy. But I think until we get that pickup, we'll just keep talking. We'll do my Air Max One heavy update for the next couple episodes. So as as of this week, I still don't have. Rich, what about you? What have you been wearing this week, and how many pickups do you have this week? <laughs> just one. <laughs> In terms of wares, I wore Raging Bull Fives, um, the OG pair, so 09. I wore the Jordan 11 Lows, the IEs. Those are from 03, that Cobalt colorway. And then today I wore the Weight Runners. Super comfortable. I'm still on the fence, man. I wear them and I'm just like, I look at them like, ah, I can sell these. Then I wear them and I'm like, nah, I'm going to keep them. <laughs> like, they actually look better with shorts. I will say that. I'm not too keen on pants with them. I like the shorts look. Uh, like I said, that bird's eye view, it's a little bit chunkier. So what about the bird's eye view of Crocs? Oh, amazing. What do you mean? Oh, come on. Yeah. Says the guy who wears Uggs. Yeah, so I wore the Wave Runners. Like I said, been on the fence with it, but uh, I think I'm going to keep them just in terms of comfort. Like I said, my knees are getting old, so I need some some comfortability in my life. In terms of pickups, I got this pair, liked it, but it actually will be going. Picked up a dunk. I think this is what the Varsity Maze, they're calling it, but same colorway as that, that Wu-Tang dunk, I'm guessing, that they did a while back, the black and yellow pair. I'm actually going to be trading this pair for the Syracuse dunk, which I actually prefer. The high or the low? The high. I had the Syracuse dunk back in high school. I want to say, fuck, Uh, I was still in Jersey. I want to say 99, I think it was. So, yeah, I got an opportunity to swap for those. So I'm actually going to go for that pair just in terms of nostalgia piece. Honestly, the dunks, bro, they're fucking garbage. The amount of money like people are paying for these, it ain't it, man. <laughs> it's no. not it. It is not fucking it. Like it's, it's the basic big shoe now. So everyone it's wants yo, it's li- it's literally like the way I look at this shoe is literally a throwaway shoe. Like it's just it's just one of those shoes. I'm just literally gonna run them into the mud. Like, yo, hundred bucks. Those things should be bend them in half and then see it spring yeah. back and it will look destroyed. Hundred bucks, like you guys remember yeah. sixteen when they when they retroed all four of the colorways of the the BJ yeah. and they yeah. were all the outlets. I remember all the the outlets. Outlets. All the they were they were eighty bucks at the outlets, and I still didn't buy them. Yeah, and all of them. I actually bought the I can't remember which colorway, and I ended up returning it. Like I bought it and brought it back, but they're just man, these things is it's not it. It's they're just trying to turn out as much pairs as many pairs as they can. Doesn't matter about the quality. Yeah, yo, these things are like fucking paper. It's like paper. The cut of uh, look, look how high that is. Like the cut of leather for the to the toe. Like the originals back then were like this. It's literally, you know, it's in comparison, and I get it, right? It's in comparison, like how I kind of compare a lot of the retros when you compare them to the older shit. Yeah, it's just for the price. Honestly, if you can get these things for a hundred bucks, go for it. Two fifty for these? Nah. That's what I say too. In retail or bust, man, because honestly, the quality is so bad that why I don't understand why people are paying so much for them. It's like those Franklin trunks that just came out when they they did the highs. They brought them back. What was it? The purple and black ones. Which one, sorry? Did you say the fragment junk highs that they came out with? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Terrible quality. The shape was all weird. And the word fragment on the side, you know, I was writing on the the midsole. Mine started coming off on the one shoe. (laughs) (laughs) I went to clean the shoe and I was like scrubbing it with a. With my brush and then the words are flaking off. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy yeah, how bad the take quality. a double take. Like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> yeah, it's like it's crazy, man. Like, <laughs> you know, shout out to Amis. I actually got that pair from Amis, but 
I got a dude uh, I messed with. He got he got the Syracuse pair. And the only reason why, like I said, once I got this, I'm like, yo, I'm going to sell it. Because I'm just like, it's not it, man. I put it on. I'm just like, yo, what the fuck is this? I'm just like, I'm wearing a shoe. And yeah, so dude, he has a Syracuse pair. And like I said, for me, that's nostalgia. So I'm going to go with that. But I'm literally going to run that shoe. That's going to be like literally going to the front door. And that's what it's going to be. But yeah, that's all it is for me in terms of pickups, man. I had an opportunity today actually to grab those Navy uh, sixes. The, the midnight, the yeah, midnight Navy. Navy yeah, midnight Navy. There it is, the midnight Navy, which I wanted. And it was uh, one of my buddies, shout out to Aaron. He was at uh, Nike and they had them there. They were just sitting, I think, for like 240 But I was just, once again, right? And I I wanted the shoe, but I'm just like, like you said, Faraz, I'm like, I, I don't need it. <laughs> you know, I don't need it, man. I, don't need it. I added it to cart with tax. It was like 305. Oh, I, was I, like, I, I can't do that. Like, yeah. I, have, I have my car mines I haven't worn. I have the, the maroon sixes with the Nike Air on the back. Those yeah, I yeah. too. I haven't worn those. Like, there's so many pairs. I like the sixes. Actually, it's one of my favorite Jordans along it's- with the threes. A lot of people are like, you know, hyping over the ones and the 11s and stuff, but. I've never really liked 11s. I feel they're just clunky and... and Same thing here. I've always talked about it. 11s, I'm not really a fan of, which is like, it's a fan favorite, but I don't really care for it. Um, The Jordan 6 is my favorite silhouette. So it was hard for me to kind of say no, but at the same time, I was like, am I going to wear it? Like, I'm I'm at a point now, it's like, if I'm not going to wear it like that, I'm just throwing money out the window, man. So I had to bow out on it. So I'm proud of myself. You know, very proud. So... When it hits the outlet, I'll pick it up for you. Oh, yeah, 100%. You already know yeah. that. Four years later, oh, yeah. Rich comes on the podcast. Hey, guys, I traded for this, or I got this. Yeah. yeah. Outlet, 100%. But I'm not, I can't pay full retail for that. I can't. And it's a nice shoe. But once again, like I said, it. I just, I know I'm not going to wear it like that. And it's a summer shoe, right? So it's like, we can only wear it half of the fucking year. I, I'm not even going to say half. Our summers are, what, three months? Yes. <laughs> so I got literally three months of time, and the other nine months it's fucking sitting in a box. So, yeah, I had to had to pass on them. Clean, though. Clean shoe. But, yeah, that's it for me. I'll add to your dunk conversation a little bit, because I had um, a friend of mine. Uh, she was looking for panda dunks for her boyfriend. She doesn't know about sneakers, right? So I like I no, no, of, I know, but it's just sad. Like, yeah. Well, the reason she's looking for them is that he was trying to get them on a drop that happened a month or so ago. He didn't hit on them, so she's like, "Oh, maybe I'll grab them for him." And I was kind of like explaining, like, "Okay, there's obviously the resale market; they're expensive. You know, if you compare them to the price of a Jordan, if he really wants them, like, they're really not that much expensive." But having said that the quality is terrible on them. Like she'd just gone to Vegas with some friends and, you know, I was like, I know you have a beat up pair of white, white air forces that you're wearing. They are worse quality than those after you've worn them for a long time. So just a heads up, they they crease badly in the toe box. Like they are not worth more than the 160 or 140, whatever it is. The retail was, yo, I know y'all seen that meme. What about the fucking Air Force One? You got to clean it and we're about to go out? Yeah. Nah, not even that one, bro. Oh. The one with the girls that are like, yo, I don't know if white girls oh, they buy they, Air Force. It's they, like they, they, they buy them, them in like, the backyard yeah. for two weeks before they fucking yeah, before wear Yeah, they put them on. Yeah, they're like free dirty before they put on all the, the females. Yo, I was fucking dying. Motherfuckers, they bury them in the backyard for two weeks before they fucking wear them. It's just like, because we come from a time, it's like, yo, when your Air Force is, you know, a couple scuffs, those are gone. We tossing those. We need a fresh pair. I seen some, yeah, I seen some pairs and I'm like, bro, how are you still wearing those? Like, why? Put mold the grass in those. Like, those are gra- those are lawn mowing shoes now. Everybody's Long story short, that's how Rich met his wife. There you go. I was literally just about to say that. 
for everybody who hasn't heard the story, yes, when I met my wife, she was wearing some beat up fucking, she sleep, yeah, she sleep. She was wearing some beat up, they're supposed to be white, Air Force Ones, done, trashed. And I said to her, lucky you look good. I, I could look past it. Everybody's trying to be like a hipster vibe where you got like vintage looking beat up. No, 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 we don't do that. Nah. Oh, no. <laughs> they just, yeah, they need to stop that. There, there's nothing cool about fucking black ass Air Force, white Air Force. Well, I mean, hipsters not aren't cool, so it's just. What about the, those little Balenciaga shoes that looks like? Oh they, my gosh, man! Let me get me started. From, no, they, no, they carried a corpse and then they took off. A there's shoe. a time and place for that. Don't even get what time and place is there. It's high that? fashion, okay? It's, it's not, not oh my every gosh, average day. Man. They're just no trying friends. to see how far they can go and and see if people will buy it. That's Bro, it. it has to be that shit. Has to be a fucking. It has to be. A, what do they call them? Uh, like a trial. Uh, what, what do you do when you 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 testing some shit out? Like you just said, like a trial. Testing There's the no lobby. way in hell, bro. That looked like they pulled them shits out of the fucking dumpster. I know, Who but you need to see them in the hand. It's you just wore those shoes, man. Like, it's, who's buying that? Do you bro, think it's even that it? easy to distress the shoe and make the shoe that way bro. and all be consistent? It's bro, like, it wasn't. They consistent. look so fucked up. I believe when I look at that shoe, I believe you just pulled it out of the fucking trash. That's how bad it fucking looks. I would never put that on my foot. That is not fashion. I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah. You cannot fucking tell me that. That's what I'm saying. Yo, like the saying goes, just because you pour syrup on shit, don't make it pancakes. You yeah. cannot tell me that is fashion. That is fucking garbage. And it literally looks like garbage, pun intended. Yeah. Garbage. People like you that eat that shit up, bro. That shit is that, that that's, that's a I wouldn't buy that because I'm not doing a photo shoot or something specific to what that. Or making a movie. What photo shoot are you doing in those? Tell me. What, what photo shoot? Post apocalyptic. <laughs> oh my God. Brand development, making a TV show, a movie, a video. Oh my gosh, man. Just oh so just the camera went off. Bro, look at Connie's Easy Line. Okay, just put it that way. Like, they they don't look like that. They don't look like, bro, looks like they pulled them out of the trash. Literally. They need to burn all of it. It's insulting. Like, I'm sorry. Look at that shit is insulting. That, that's how I see it. You cannot fucking tell me that is fashion. It looks like there's nothing fashionable about that thing. It looks Gosh. like from The Walking Dead or something. Like, yeah, that's the point, people. though. But who, okay, but you're saying it's high fashion. When you go to a fashion show, all the clothes on the runway, you don't see people wearing that on the Normally street. Normally, you don't know, runway. but they're for events. So it's not your average day now, thing. These are it's being for sold special to like events. People for like 1500 2000 and you're going to start seeing idiots who have more money than brains wearing these on the streets. No, but you probably won't see people wearing them on the streets because Bro, they're only events for certain events. You're going to see people wearing them. Just like those Balenciaga fucking slippers. looks like you're going to roll your fucking ankle. You're going to see the, motherfuckers wearing them. I know you've seen you those mean Balenciaga the, the one that Those things are amazing. I don't, I don't know how you put those. The Michelin Man looking ones? Those futuristic? Those look, things are nice. Look interesting. I, wanna, I wonder what they feel like, but those look much better than these, than these Balenciaga. No, no, they, they do. look they good. Do. Aesthetically, though, it looks like I'm going to roll my ankle like wearing those. It's like round at the bottom, like those sketches. Yeah, shape. Like, like I'm, I'm balancing. Like, I don't want to be doing that when I'm walking, man. But as you said, for us, I'm pretty sure, like you said, we don't see motherfuckers wearing those thinking this shit is cool. It is not. Just because it costs $2,000 do not mean it's nice. I'm sorry. Garbage. Literally. Exactly what it looks like. Moving along. Sorry, Fred. This is what I'm talking about when we just go off okay. on, on tangents. High fashion. Fuck out of here with that shit, man. <laughs> I love the vent, so it's all good. Oh, all right. Moving along. So, by you, know, I think we're done now with the where should pick up. It's all about the rest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so so as everybody noticed already, we have a special guest with us, uh, Faraz. We've been trying to get Faraz on for a while here. I remember Faraz from, you know, back when just uh, just kicking at the last event. Actually, probably the last event that most of us had attended uh, was that just kicking it event, I think, right? And Faraz had a table there. And I think he should have won. I mean, in terms of the collection, like you've talked about collections, that table, for in my opinion, was the best table in that entire building. That was my opinion, just because of the variety of what he's got. But we'll get into that, especially because those that don't know, Faraz is just an insane collection. So we'll, we'll definitely touch on that. But uh, welcome, Faraz. Thanks, guys. So <laughs> let's get into where this all started, because, I mean, you know, we talk about your collection. We'll get into all the stuff that you got. But, you know, what started all of it for you? Like, where did, you know, where did this uh, sneaker journey begin for you? For me, I feel like it's like kind of like most people where, like, Growing up, like my parents couldn't afford nice sneakers, right? It was basically the only pair I would get was when it was time for back to school. And it was always the pairs that were on clearance or on sale, right? So when I would, whenever I would get the pair, it would be a big deal. And it's funny because like I didn't even get my first pair of Jordans until around 2001, maybe 2000, because like I, that was until I got my first job and I could buy them myself. Prior oh, you buy your that, own Jordans. The first Jordans yeah, you got, exactly, you buy them yeah, yourself. Yeah, exactly. So like as a kid like my parents would go and they'd buy me like whatever and like Reebok at the time was big but still like Nikes were always expensive because they had the Air Max unit and stuff in there so like I never had any Jordans my parents never bought me any of those I didn't have any Air Maxes I didn't have any like you know the Barclays any of those things but I did have like they got me like the Sean Kemp's the Kamikazes and I remember they were like on sale for like $79.99 at the time or they got me like the Kevin Johnson remember guys remember uh they he had a shoe with Converse the Reacts yeah 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 Grandma, what was it? Um, Larry Johnson also had a pair, but like Kevin Johnson had his own shoe, and they're actually dope. Like they should retro those. They've like, like Converse has never brought those back with the React branding and everything. But mm-hmm. I got those, and I think those were this was back in the nineties. They were like ninety bucks, right? And back then that was that was pretty expensive. But like I wore those into the ground, and like those were the types of shoes I would get. I started collecting around two thousand and one, two thousand two. So it's been about twenty years now, actually twenty twenty one years that I've been collecting, and like brands started you know retroing shoes that i couldn't get back when i was younger so i just started buying pairs and i was actually working as a assistant manager at a store it's not around anymore i don't think ecstasy you guys remember ecstasy xtc xtc yeah i do remember that like on young street there was one wasn't there one in wasn't there one in scarborough town center too i feel like there was one in Melbourne mall um and then they had one in the oshawa center that's the one where i was working at and like they used to get a lot of shoes like they had a really good nike account and i, I remember they even had um i don't know why they had they had one pair of sb dunks which is the shy pink sb dunks they had there so i those were actually one of my first pairs of sbs that i had gotten but that's how i kind of started because i was getting like 30 or 40 percent off any pairs that i wanted because i was working there so whenever they got pairs i'll kind of set a pair aside and at the time jordan brand used to make women's pairs up until a woman's size 13. Like, right right and they were able to order the pairs so I remember I got the sand. Remember the sand fours? Jordan mm-hmm. fours? I do remember those. Oh, yeah, those in a size thirteen women's. The ice blue Jordan eights. Those were a women's exclusive. I think they had a border blue Jordan three that was a women's exclusive back then. That was around two thousand six. But yeah, it was just basically starting to work in a sneaker store back then. That's that's kind of what got me started collecting. And then and I just wanted every brand. Like I just wanted to try out all different brands. And my entire collection consists of like everything. Actually, funny enough, the only two brands that I don't have. Is Under Armour 
And then now that I know Oakley sells shoes, because I didn't even know the made <laughs> shoes, is I don't have any Oakley shoes. But other than that, like I got like you know Diadora, Asics, Adidas, Nike, Jordan Brand, uh, Saucony, Converse Vans, everything. Converse yeah. Vans, yeah, everything. K Swiss? Uh, no K Swiss. I had some British Knights, but those are all destroyed too. But no K Swiss either. They still make shoes. I think they do. They I do. Have, yeah. I they're hard to find. Out. Even and one still makes shoes, but they're hard to find. No sketches either. But uh, I think Reebok was one of the the first pairs that I, I kind of had. And like at the time, like I said, they were like neck and neck with Nike, right? Mm-hmm. Up until Adidas bought them in 2006, and then that's when you kind of saw because at the time Reebok had the contract for the NBA to make their jerseys. Yeah. But then yeah. the transition happened to Adidas. And they just took that contract and moved it to Adidas. So then all the jerseys started being made by Adidas. And Reebok, I think at the time, had like a 10-year a contract for the jerseys. So you guys remember Allen Iverson, even up until 2005, 2004, he had that commercial with Jadakiss. Remember for those? Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, the Reebok was still big and popping at the time. Mm-hmm. And then Kanye had like those shoes that he made with, they never released. They ended up staying as samples and stuff. But the, uh, the S. Dot Carters and the, Yeah. and stuff and apparently it just kind of leaked that he had his own shoe in the works but it just never ended up releasing but uh Reebok was a pair that I had and I think I did a sneaker event in like remember my very first sneaker event was at the Air Candace Center I'm trying to remember what the was called Ticks Kicks Ticks yeah Kicks Ticks that's the one and I actually collaborated with Reebok because they kind of saw like I started I don't know if you guys see that Instagram page Team Reebok 1895 and it's, I know. Anyway, yeah, it's, I've seen like, that. I've seen them. Yep. About 30,000, I think, followers on that page now. But like I first started that with me and like a few guys from the States and a couple of guys from, from Europe and stuff. And we were just posting our own shoes and stuff. And I guess Reebok just kind of noticed us. And it was kind of like an organic page where it wasn't like affiliated with the brands, but they just saw like guys posting a lot of Reeboks and you don't see that too often. And it was pairs that you don't find in stores because Canada doesn't really get much here, right? And like the U.S. And, and nowadays it's, it's nothing at all, right? Like the Reeboks kind of the brand has been like watered down. But back then, like they just started sending us pairs and stuff. So then Reebok Canada reached out and we did that event, Kicks Ticks or whatever. And they actually gave me like a bunch of pairs to give out. And I had this huge table and set up with like a bunch of different questions, Reebok Pump Furies, some old like Reeboks from like 1989 and stuff. So that was that was a cool event. And then like I did the same thing at another event where um, what was the other sneaker event? Soul Exchange? The first one that they had, I did, yeah. Yeah, I did a, a, a question table and like everyone else, you know, typically does like Nikes and whatever. And at the time it was, that was pre hype of SBs and dunks and stuff. But, you know, everybody was, you know, coming to my table and stuff, but I didn't have anything for sale. It was more so just for display, but it's just something different than the usual that everybody saw. So, yeah. And, you know, and I think that's super dope that, that you have like a collection like that. So, you know, just, just getting into your collection, like we said, you have such an eclectic collection. There's such a variety. Uh, you even mentioned you have pretty much every single brand. Like you are able to do an entire table of just questions. You do yeah. posts for like, I remember you were talking about your, your Pump Fury month. Like you just did one of every month. And, you know, that's something that you don't see very often. So like, let's talk a little bit about your collection. And it's, it's hard to get into like the nitty gritty of your collection because you just got so much stuff. But like, you know, talk about, you know, something like Reebok, for example. Like how did you get into just collecting all of the the questions or all of the pump theories like where did you know that come about for your collection i think it was once we started team reebok and then reebok themselves started noticing 
that kind of had me start hunting for older pairs and pairs that like you couldn't find right like mm -hmm. i got some questions that are you know 500 pairs made worldwide i have a pair of questions that capsule dropped and it's funny because like nobody's checking for reebok so yeah 2016 yeah. during all-star weekend capsule dropped the wind chill reebok questions and i went to the event during all-star weekend i was invited or whatever alan iverson was there but they only made 500 pairs of those but there was another pair that was supposed to drop at that event that there was only th 32 pairs made in the world and capsule was supposed to drop them but they never released them during that event because there was just so much going on so like mm. two months or three months after all-star weekend it was like capsule's fifth anniversary so they just quietly like posted on their Insta instagram insta story like the back heel tab portion of the reebok question and like I know most people wouldn't have even known what it was or you mm -hmm. probably wouldn't even cared at the time, but it had like, just like the wind chills, it had the capsule logo on the, on the heel instead of the number three. I hit up Justin from capsule and I asked him when they were dropping what it was. And he's like, yeah, they've only made 32 pairs. I think they kept a couple themselves. So I literally got three pairs out of the 32 made worldwide. And uh, like after they dropped and sold it and they didn't even sell it instantly. Like they had an in-store drop and then whatever was left over, they put online. So a couple of my friends from team Reebok group ended up copying a, a few pairs there, but those are probably the rarest questions you'll ever find because they were only made and, and they ended up releasing them as like the fifth anniversary pair. So this was the windshield that dropped. Yeah. 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 Those are remember. Yeah. 500 pairs. And I think I got, I think two or three pairs of these two at the event, like I, and 11 and a half, like I said, has always been a hard pair to get to the mm -hmm. capsule logo there. Right. And then the anniversary pairs, they're only 32 pairs right here. So capsule logo, it's like super premium quality too. Like it's all leather. We got leather lining on the inside. I never wore these because they're so limited. They only have one pair of 11 and a half. So the other two pairs that I have, I think is a size 10 and a size nine. Like they really? never made more than one pair. So, and I hate shoes with white bottoms because they immediately get dirty. So yeah, right, right, right. That's insane though. 32 pairs. You're right. Like, I think that's, what's crazy about your collection too, is that people would see your collection and it'd be a pair like that. And nobody would even know like how rare that actually is like 32 pairs worldwide. Right. I remember just being at your table at the Justine event and you've got like pairs um, like a, a dizzy rascal pair and like just all this crazy shit that you've got that unless you know, unless you knew you would have no idea how rare it is. And people only care about like, what Travis dropping or like, you know, all these other, you know, other collabs and shit like that. So, you know, tell us about some of the, the other pairs that you have that like some of your favorite pairs in your collection that, and maybe they're rare. I'm, I know a lot of the pairs that you have are super I forgot rare. about those Dizzy Rascals. Yeah. Those pair, that pair I was, I was lucky to get, I was like hunting and hunting and I finally found a pair on eBay. Some dude was listing them and he had, I think I only paid like five or 600 for them. And they were the friends and family ones. So the Dizzy Rascal pair came out in, I think around, they were Air Max 180s. They came out in around 2005 and there was two, two pairs. Like you go on flight club, they only have the one pair. So it was a burgundy pair. It was like burgundy and like almost like a infrared colorway. Mm -hmm. It was called the dirty stank. So on the tongue, yeah, yeah, there was a, a piece of shit with shit, like flat, yeah. flat it. and then the insole had like the city, like London, like map or whatever, the city of London. So that pair came out and that was like the retail pair, but it was like pretty limited in itself. And then they had a friends and family pair that they dropped. That one I think was limited to about 48 pairs. And I think I seen, um, what's his name? Bun B had a pair when he was doing some like sneaker battle against, uh, I don't remember who he was up against. Maybe it was Wale or something. And he pulled those out, which I, I've never seen anybody else with them, but that pair was 48 pairs and it's like a cream off white with the burgundy. So 
that pair is one of my, my favorite pairs. And the thing about those shoes is like, they're so rare that it kind of, I'm, I'm kind of worried or nervous to wear them. Cause they'll just, I feel like at this point they'll fall apart. Right. <laughs> Air Maxes are uh, Nike's midsoles don't last. Like I feel like Reebok always had better quality when it came to like their shoes. Like I got some Reeboks from like 1980s, 1990s and the midsole still like wearable. Like it won't crumble, fall apart. Mm-hmm. Whereas I got Air Maxes from like 2004 and the whole thing is just like soft and like you touch it and it falls apart. So right, yeah. I don't know yeah. what, what they're doing with their midsoles at uh, <laughs> or maybe whatever the hell Reebok's using. They need to, like you need to figure that out because I don't know, like sneakers, I always felt like, you know, you collect sneakers and it's like a, a nice collection. You can always like down the line, sell them. But like at some point, those shoes are going to te- deteriorate. So there's like a shelf life for them all, right? So Of course, yeah. Either wear them, which is what I do with most of my shoes, wear them. And I think if you wear them, obviously they'll last much longer than if you just leave them dead stock and then try to put them on and then just glue this hardens and cracks and the whole midsole falls off. Yeah, for sure. So, so in terms of like your collection too, I mean, with the collection that you've amassed, I mean, there's gotta be some pairs that you're still on the hunt for, right? Like, is there something that maybe you're still looking for that's been elusive to you all these years? There is obviously the uh, Air Max One Amsterdam's. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cherry wood. And not the most recent one. We're not talking about the most recent one. No, We're no. About, yeah. And the, uh, the cherry woods as well. I'm also another part of collab. Those actually, yesterday I was bidding on a pair on eBay in my size, size 12, Trev, and uh, dead stock. Some guy was selling them and he had like a starting bid of like 99 cents or some shit. And the auction was coming to an end. I think I had bid like 3,600 US or something. It ended up selling for like 4K American. So I was Man. like, no, I'll just leave those for now. Yeah. <laughs> but you would have paid 3600 for them. At that point, yeah. I'm like, I'm never going to find them. Like I checked yeah. StockX and they're like 10K on StockX, like the lowest ask. So Easily, yeah. it sells for like, you know, four or 5,000. I'll, you know, I'll take a little money out of the, the house money and, and yeah. <laughs> it on the yeah. one day, hopefully, I don't know. Like you would put, does it have to be DS? Like you take a used no, car? No, it doesn't have to be dead stock. I feel like at this point, if it's dead stock, if I try to wear them, they'll just fall apart and then I'll have to go to Konatsuki and get them to yeah. put them back together. <laughs> it's almost better if they're, they're not DS at that yeah. point, right? Yeah, exactly. As long as the upper is in good condition, I'm good. Yeah, I feel like, um, you know, that's one of those pairs that's, uh, at least for Air Max enthusiasts, this is on everybody's list. Definitely. The Amsterdam's too. Such a beautiful pair, man. For sure. A lot of sneaker regrets, though. Like, I don't know if you guys have any, but like pairs that you didn't get when you had the chance or like you could have bought them for resale at a lower price, not thinking that they're going to go crazy high. Oh, all the time. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if I, I think I told you, Kev, maybe, but like I remember back years ago like i was always listening to like stones throw records like mf doom like yeah like yeah. anyone yeah you did like, tell me about this yeah the stones throw pair yeah uh, there was the quasimodo sb dunk highs right yeah you told me about that that pair was only given out to friends and family like it wasn't sold at retail it was a sample and they only made about 30 or 40 pairs and i remember like years ago so maybe 2008 2007 i don't remember what year it was but anyways ebay i found a guy who had an 11 and a half on ebay and he was selling it and the auction ended up, I bid 800 US and the auction sold for 805. Oh, those are the worst L's, man. Because Bro, 805. <laughs> and it was like, I just saw someone list a pair and they were listed for 32,000 US. Jesus. And, and sorry, what was, how many of those were available? I think, I think something it was like 30 pairs or yeah, something crazy like that too. Yeah. It was crazy. So I was like, what the fuck? Like, I, I who would have thought like sneakers would be worth that much? Like, 
it's the celebrities that are getting into the sneaker game that are like mm-hmm. paying whatever, right? Once one person who has a lot of money pays a crazy amount for a shoe, that sets the bar. Now yeah. everyone else who has that shoe is going to list it for that amount because they're like one pair is, has sold for this amount. So not everyone else is like, well, I want to get that much for it. So I'm listing the price goes up. Yeah, the market just becomes that, which is stupid. Right. Nobody else, nobody would have checked for it unless they saw, you know, like, you know, as you see those posts on Instagram or whatever, like in a Nice Kicks uh, article or something like the most recently expensive yeah. pairs sold or something. Once something like that happens, everyone's like, oh, they're digging in their basement and shit like that, looking for pairs that, you know, they wouldn't have even cared about before. Right. And that was pre Instagram when I bought, when I was trying to get those shoes. So it was like, I think social media has caused a lot of hype for mm-hmm. shoes that probably nobody would have cared about. And has kind of raised prices. Like even the those those Hello Kitties that dropped yesterday, yeah. Night Kicks made. A, I don't know. Like they posted on their page that they sold out, and they posted a page on uh, Hello Kitty website. I guess they sold out instantly on that website. And they're like, the shoe sold out in under a minute. Meanwhile, they're still sitting on Nike's website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. run, but it's yeah. like they're building this false hype to kind of make people have like that fear of missing out, and then immediately mm-hmm. going out and buying it so that they can, you know, it's yeah. The whole sneaker game is all about hype now. It's not like buy what you like. It's buy what's limited. The fact that people won't buy shoes because, and then they call them bricks is just insane to me. Yeah. You buy a shoe because you want to wear it and you want it in your collection. You don't buy it because it's of how much it's worth or how rare it's going to be. That's the thing that kind of pisses me off with the sneaker game now. No, for sure. And I I agree with you hundred percent. Like, you know, we, and we've talked about this before that, you know, you ask somebody that's new to sneakers now, you know, to go and pick a shoe in Foot Locker, they'll have to check to see what the price, like what the value of it is first before they decide which one they want, right? Or like you ever go to a lineup, a sneaker lineup, and then you have one kid, he's on StockX and he doesn't know what size to pick. He's looking at the sizes on StockX to see which one's the most expensive before he buys it. And you're like, what the fuck are you even here for? You don't even want the shoe. You just want it because you want to sell it and you want to pick the size that's the most expensive, which is ridiculous, right? So, and I get ex- exactly what you're saying is that, you know, it's all driven by hype now, which is unfortunate, right? I remember in, um, when, when did the Olympic sixes come out? Like they retro, but I know they came out in 2000, but the retro, what year was that? 2012? 2012, yeah. 2012 yes. I remember going to Foot Locker and I actually lined up for those, like, and I got there, not that, that early. I got there maybe an hour before the mall opened and there was one guy in front of me and I needed a size either 11 and a half or 12. So I was like, oh, okay, sick. I'm second in line. I'll definitely get my pair. And I think they had said they got like one size run of them. So we're getting there and the guy, and I start talking to people in line, the guy in front of me was literally buying a pair just to flip. And he ended up getting the size 12 that I needed because they didn't have 11 and a half. And I was like, well, let me get that pair. Like you can take any other size. Like you're not going to wear them. You're going to flip them. He's like, no. And I even offered him like an extra 20 or 30 bucks. And he's like, no, no. So I ended up getting a different size. And then luckily I like, posted on Kijiji and I was able to find someone to trade me who bought it from Siva Play because Siva Play at the time still had Jordans. They had a Nike had Jordan account and Nike. Uh, their account. <laughs> you know, Siva Play was crazy back in the day. Remember they had the vaults? I love to say they were that's how they lost their fucking that's account. That's how they lost their accounts. <laughs> and they had they were just like the vault was stupid pairs. though. They okay we're re-releasing and they had like five pairs. Not even a full size run. Like so people would camp out and yeah, but at the time when they were doing it, it was it was pretty neat because it was pairs that people wanted that yeah. they bolted. So like the idea they had was dope, but it was just stupid at the same time because it's like what the fuck do you think was gonna happen? <laughs> like once Jordan brand like that's why they lost their account, like actually. But it's probably part of it, but it's I know part of it, yeah. Part of it. Harar, I don't know if you guys remember Jazz. 
Harar. He was like, he's now works for Nike headquarters in, in, in Beaverton, but yeah, he used to yeah. Be, he, yeah. yeah, he used to be like just a manager at Nike back in the day. And then he, he was the one who set up all the all-star game stuff in 2016. And then after that, he got the job down in at, at world headquarters. But yeah, I was talking to him and, and he basically said that Nike is moving away from like discount stores. So like they were trying to kind of have a more high class or like they didn't want to deal with like, remember that today's sportswear had a Nike yep. account back in the day, yep. play stuff like that. They kind of just took all the accounts away from discount type stores and then just kept them to try to hire end boutiques and, and mm. shops like that. Like same thing with their tier zero accounts. He was saying tier zero is for like the highest, but they only give the tier zero accounts to like places like Holt Renfrew. And then I know Haven had it. They were the one of the only ones. I think they were originally the only ones in, in Ontario who had a tier zero account. And then in Montreal, there was off the hook that had a tier zero account. But outside of that, there was nobody. I think Capsule's now tier zero as well. And I think maybe Livestock as well. They kind of expanded a bit, but they were originally with Haven only because they said they want a, a store that has apparel, not just sneakers, like a store that sells clothing and like high-end stuff. And that was right. kind of like what they were going for. So the tier zero account's always been like the most limited pairs of Nike, like the Nike Lab stuff was, if you take a look, like you would never find Nike Lab stuff outside of Haven in Toronto, right? Like Livestock typically didn't get that. So it's interesting how Nike um, like dishes out their accounts and stuff and I think Jazz was one of the people who was in charge of doing that. Same thing with, what was that? Lost and Found or no, Contraband also, I think, had a tier zero account at one point, but they lost it because the two guys ended up kind of beefing or whatever. And, and <laughs> they had some issues and ended up losing the account. But there's a lot of crazy sneaker stories from, from back in the day and, and how stuff. And I actually wanted to open up a sneaker shop years and years ago before. Like now, if you take a look, there's really no sneaker shops. It's all sneaker resale consignment stores yes yeah, so yeah. like i wanted to open up an actual sneaker store kind of like livestock or whatever and then you know get an account but to get a nike account i looked into it and it was hard as shit like something like nike five years of a successful you an account until you sold they saw your sales numbers selling their competitors product so if you you know you give them your sales numbers for however many years you've been open two three years whatever and if you do well in sales, then they'll consider giving you an account. And if they do give you an account, they don't give you like, like a lifestyle account where you can get all the limited shit. They'll start you off with some basic ass account with some, you know, general releases and stuff. You show you can move product, then they'll, they'll move you up and stuff. So it's just, and to have a sneaker store and not have a Nike account nowadays is, is just suicide. You're not going to make it. Yeah. No, that's Full true. stop though has been doing pretty well. Honestly, like they don't have a Nike account still. But they sell, like, luckily, New Balance New is Balances, doing yeah. really well. Adidas, they're the only ones that have a really good uh, Reebok account where they sell, like, all the, the shit that you can't find anywhere else. Soul mm-hmm. Stuff will, will be the ones that carry all that. So the concepts, Reebok questions that are coming out, they'll have them there as well. A lot of the, the rare Reeboks and stuff like that, they get little New Balances. Like, they had the Teddy, Teddy Santis uh, 990s that dropped. They get a lot of the, uh, the easy stuff. So even without a Nike account, they've been able to kind of expand to two different locations, right? So... Yeah, I remember Soul Stop. Correct me if I'm wrong, but they were in Pacific Mall. They were like a small yeah, booth, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay, I remember that. Yeah, and and, that, and yeah, I mean, good for them. I mean, you're right. It's it's difficult without a Nike account, but you know, luckily for them, they've built up some clientele, and especially with, with the resurgence of New Balance too, they're able to, uh, to to make a lot of sales. But getting back into your collection though, too, like just talking about the variety, like how were you obtaining all these you know rare pairs too? Like I think a lot of people would be interested to to hear like. 
you talked about eBay, you talked about like Kijiji and all this other stuff too, but what were your methods in terms of searching for some of this weird shit? A lot of it was eBay. I remember uh, Nike talk forums and stuff and ISS forums, like Soul Collector had their own forums back in the day, almost like a messaging board and people would buy and sell shoes on there. I remember Yeezy ones when they came out. And at the time, the resale for those was like four or 500 bucks. And I, I thought I was high, right? So the, the like, Nike, the Nike Yeezy Nike, ones? Yeah, the one, okay. not the twos. The twos is where it just went crazy. But then, yeah. And they were like two grand, but the ones were actually still, the resale wasn't that high. I mean, now it is, but at that time, I think it was like five, 500 US, maybe five, 600. Mm-hmm. And over there, like there's a lot of people who had like rare sneakers and they were posting in the messaging boards and there would be like a for sale marketplace type section. And same thing with Nike Talk. I don't know if you guys ever signed up for that back in the day, but that was like the place to get all your information and news. And then there was like a buy and sell and kind of made, you know, connections there from like all different places, right? In Asia, they had a lot of exclusives. Europe had a lot of exclusives. So you kind of meet people and then you get them to ship you pairs that they have over there that you couldn't get here. So because Canada up until recently, last few years, we didn't get shit here, right? Yeah, like, totally. Yeah. It was like one size run. Yeah. Well, having to kind of meet, but a lot of eBay, eBay, like at the time, like eBay is the spot, man. A lot of time people misspell shit too. And with the misspellings of like listings on eBay, like nobody will end up bidding on like a rare pair. Yeah. I actually got, that's how I got my, um, my bacons. I got the friends and family pair of bacons on eBay from, and it was funny. I got it from the guy who owned the museum, you know, Jordan. Oh yeah. 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 Had them listed, but I guess because people don't know what they are, the shoes look beat up, right? Like the, the, the leather on the top of the friends and family pair is scuffed purposely. Mm-hmm. Like it's cracked leather and it's scuffed and it's supposed to look like sizzling bacon. Right. And it came with like the insoles had like a chicken bone on it. And the tongue actually said Dave's quality meat. Whereas the regular pair didn't have any scuffed or cracked leather. It just had the sale colored leather on the toe. And then it didn't, it just had Nike air branding on the tongue and then Nike air on the, the insole. So when he was selling his pair because it looked scuffed and kind of beat up nobody bid on it i ended up winning the pair of shoes for like i think it was two something like 280 and the friends and family pair i saw them on 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 flight club for like 2000 us and then when i got the pair they were like immaculate condition and everything and it had like the sample tag on the inside like it was crazy so it's just, you got to hunt for stuff and then try to misspell words sometimes because people don't know how to spell. I've seen people spell the word Reebok, R-E-E-B-O-X, because they call them Reeboks. And literally, <laughs> type in Reeboks with a B-O-X, and there's people selling some, like they had these undefeated pump highs. That came That's out. some Jersey shit, bro. Sorry. That's there was 32 pairs, I think, or 29 pairs of the undefeated collab with Reebok on the pump. And some dude was selling it under the word Reeboks. And then he, I ended up buying them for like dirt cheap. And they were selling for like two grand at the time. I got them for like 150. So you just got to look for deals and, and shit. Like that's the difference between nowadays and back in the day. Cause the term grail has, you know, evolved over time. And like, everybody just says, oh, this is my grail. This is my grail. Yeah, yeah. Right, they right. come out like last week and they'll be like, oh, these are my grails. Like, bro, <laughs> there is something you've been hunting for for like years. You know Thank I mean? you. Something unobtainable. Grinds my fucking gears, man, when I hear that shit. It's it's funny because the word is like so loose now. Like they throw it around and just like you just said, it's like there has to be a criteria for a grail shoe, right? And a lot of the times when they're saying that shit, it's hype shit. It's like, yeah. oh, this is my grill, like a Travis. It's like, no, it's fucking not. Like, that's not a grill. Like you just said, it's a shoe you've been hunting for fucking years. 
yeah. like years. There's no hunting. Yeah, it's, it, it's almost apparent that's unattainable when you when you really factor in like what a grill is. It's something that you may not even get. Like you know what I mean? And exactly. when I hear people just like, yeah, this is my grill, and I'm just, and I, I some of the young guys, I'm like, I get it. You know what I mean? But I'll be hearing some older dudes too be throwing some shit out there. I'm like, like, oh, these new panda dunks are my grails. I need a pair. I need a pair. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Just pay the 250 and you got a pair. Like, right? literally, <laughs> literally, like any pair nowadays as well. Like now with StockX and Goat and all these other places, like every pair is kind of obtainable if you have the money. There really isn't that many pairs. Like, yeah, some of my friends and family, like the, the Dizzy Rascals, you won't even find those on StockX or whatever. But most pairs you can find online if you got the money, you can get them. It's really the hunt is gone. That's a, that's another thing. Like you can just click of a button, buy any shoe you want, and like two weeks later it's at your doorstep. Whereas before you had to know people. You walk into a sneaker store and you're hunting, looking in the back room of these old mom and pop shops and stuff like that, finding pairs right. that's been just sitting. So it's very it's very true though. Cause like, and I feel like that way is that way as well. It's like yeah, cause you can go on like a StockX or a Goat. And like like my grail shoe is was that Dornbecker six. Obviously the Jordan Infrared Six is just like that's like top. And that's like that's a regular like GR sneaker. But the Dornbecker, I could easily win on stock X, but I'm not spending that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I ended up finding that pair local and the kid was like, he's fucking like 18. Like it was like this young kid, and he was just like, yo, you know, I sat on this pair because most people and you know, I think that's the beautiful thing too about the shoe game is that. You know, sometimes you meet these younger guys and they appreciate shoes for what they are. They're not yeah. just in it for like, you know, what I mean? like he knew what he had, even though he was a young kid. He was like, yo, like, I know these things go for this. And I was able to find it locally. And like we sat there, we chopped it up. And that's how I got my pair, you know, local. They were worn, you know, paid under a band for them. But once again, like I appreciated obtaining them that way. Then yeah, just sure, the cool. button yeah, going you on, you know what I mean? Obtain them, right? So, yeah. So like for me, that just... Like I said, I could have went on StockX and just bought them, but it's like, that's not, you know, we come from a different time. Like, we just don't do that. Like, I'd rather go out there and do the legwork yeah. and be able to obtain that pair. To me, it just, it felt, I felt more complete doing it that way, as yeah. opposed to just like, all right, I'm going to save two grand and I'm going to go here to get that. You know what I mean? So it's one thing if you can't find them locally and it's just by fluke that it, that it happened and it, it just worked out that way. But yeah, I agree. I think almost everything is at our fingertips in terms of, a lot of shoes that we thought we wouldn't obtain at some point in time, we could easily just go and now get it, you know? So I don't know. It's kind of a catch 22 is the way I look at it. Yeah, I, I just, I like doing shit like the old, old fashioned way, you know, going out there, putting in the legwork, but yeah, there may be times though, like you said, it's just, it's not obtainable outside of that. And you might have to go to the platform to get it. So, you know, people buy them up shit like that. So they're scarce. It's, it's hard to get it, but exactly man so i mean i don't know like the whole term grail is, is kind of changed for me so i don't i don't well, even it was really... like hypebeast bro it was like hypebeast yeah. hypebeast was like that shit was like derogatory yeah. <laughs> that was like people like embrace it right? back then people would get so pissed off if you called so them like i'm not a fucking hypebeast meanwhile now that, that was that guy's name kais omar he's just like love hypebeast be like da, 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 da. and he's making all these videos like doing all this weird shit, not not bending his toes when he's walking and shit, so he doesn't freeze. Like all this foolish shit. And I'm like, like, you can't be proud of this, man. Like I don't know. It's, yeah. it's the generation, right? And it, it, 
I don't want to sound like the old fucking miserable, like, you know, but I just don't understand it. I'm like, here was something that we looked at, like, it was derogatory, and then they just flipped it. You know what I mean? And now it's like, yeah, like, I'm a hype piece, and, you know, this, that, and the third. And it's just like, what the fuck happened? Like, like, where did, where did we fucking go wrong, man? Like, I don't even like I don't know, man. sneakerhead anymore. Like, that was a thing back in the day, but, like, now everybody's just like, oh, I'm a sneakerhead, I'm a sneakerhead. I was like, uh... Are you? Are you really? Like (laughs) (laughs) speaking of grail grails, like this pair right here, and it's an six, so there's not much hype, but like this pair is a soul box collab that came out in 2008. This one is not my grail piece. This but I I'm gonna show you guys the difference here real quick. This one is the grail. So this is the exact same shoe. This pair was released exclusively at Soulbox in 2008. And like, it's crazy shoe because once the light hits this, it changes color. The midsole starts turning purple once it hits like UV lights and stuff. It was one of the first pairs that did that. But this pair was exclusively released at Soulbox. And if you take a look here, there's Soulbox branding right on the, on the heel. Yeah. Inside there's Soulbox branding. On the heel, there's Soulbox branding. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. But after, and there was only 250 pairs made of these. So I, I couldn't get a pair because they were only released in Germany because Soulbox is out of uh, Berlin, I think. So they released uh, another pair, same shoe, just this one says Gelite 3. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have Soulbox branding, has A6. It also doesn't have the clear outsole. Oh, yeah, on the heel. Yeah. This was the GR version that, of the exact same shoe, but just that one little difference made it, you know, I was hunting for this shoe for years bro it's like it's 2002 i just got these this year 2022 and these came out in 2008 and i was able to find some dude because a6 hype is like dead now i found some guy and he had a pair of dead stock and he sold them uh and i was able to get them on ebay for like 280 and like this pair is like literally like one of the hardest pairs to find and it was one of the first pairs that had like crazy color changing shit like soulbox used to make some crazy collabs but they've kind of now like once Hickman left Soulbox, like they they aren't as you know well known and popular with this generation as they were like years ago like some of the new balance collabs Soulbox has done some of the asics collabs and like some uh, reebok collabs even have, have been crazy like the reebok collab they had i don't know if you guys remember i had it at my sneaker event it actually lit up there was a light in the pump oh shit that's dope, that's dope. literally you the whole ball that you would pump up, there's a button on right next to it and the ball would light up. And it was like one of the first shoes that had light ups in them. But there were 29 pairs of those made and they were only released in Germany. So I had to get a contact to get it for me. But yeah, so like shit like that. I like I like having stuff that other people don't have, right? That's that's my yeah. thing. That's no, for sure. My collection is to try What's to find cool? shit that was obscure rather than, you know, something everyone has on their feet. What's your thoughts now with the collabs do you think that it's 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 too watered down now because i'm feeling like every other week there's a fucking yeah. collab man i'm i'm over it i don't think remember nike when they did collabs back in the day when they first first started doing collabs they started doing them with like mita and like undefeated mm-hmm. nike would not allow other brands to put their branding on the shoe they could choose the colorway and the materials and stuff but if you had an undefeated collab it wouldn't say undefeated on it this is like, and, and same thing with Mita. Like they were one of the first ones that had like the Mita Dunks. They had the Mita the Air Force Ones and stuff like that. So they've kind of, but now when you look at collabs, there's like, like you said, there's a collab every freaking week. There's like 
27 collabs coming out from all different people. All these random people have collabs too, and I don't even know like who the hell they are. Who the fuck are you? Like, it's like a coffee shop has a fucking collab with so, so this person. Someone who does yoga has got a collab. I'm like, how are they even getting collabs? Like influencers. Fucking what's his name? LeBron James's agent has a collab. I'm like, I mean, he did a good job on the collab though. I'm not gonna lie. Those New Balance 550s look dope. The Rick, Rick Paul, that's his fucking name. But yeah. like. I don't know, man. There's just so many collabs. And I think Reebok did the same thing. Like they, at, at a point later on, like once they started, like their hype started dying down, I think they try to keep themselves afloat by releasing nothing but collabs. Like they did like the Pump 25, where it was like 25 different boutiques and they had like a different pump releasing every year. They did the same thing with the Pump Fury. They did the same thing with the Classic Leathers, the Reebok Ventilators. They released like over 60 different collabs that year. And I originally, like, uh, I was trying to complete them all, like, get every single one, but some of them were so hard to get and obscure that, like, I couldn't do it. So I just, I just left it. But yeah, there's just, I feel like collabs are, like, watered down now. It's like, if you don't get one, you might as well just wait because there'll be another one coming out, right? Yeah. <laughs> so true. Well, that was one of the things that I wanted to get into with you, too, is that because, like, a lot of your collections that you have, like, Let's say, for example, I remember when Size was going to open up in, in in Toronto, like you were showing a lot of your Size pairs and stuff like that. And back then, the quality was a lot different in terms yeah. of just like the materials they use and, you know, just how hard it was to get. Like you could only get them overseas, right? Like those types of things. And you would pay the duties just to get them. And, you know, and like, do you find with the, the evolution of how the sneaker game has been, it's been a lot easier to get shit like that like before you'd have to hunt now it's just like yeah that's right? one i guess benefit of it but i just feel like the shoes aren't as stand out as a rare as they used to be right like back then you had to have someone send you a pair to get a pair from europe right or like japan but now you can just go online and just send it to stackery and just forward it to yourself or something <laughs> right you, you can find a friend to send it to you so it's a lot easier to get pairs but it's also it's not as like, whoa, where'd you get those type of situations? You don't see that mm -hmm. as often because everyone, anyone can get a pair. Yeah. But have you found that the, the quality of those collabs has, has dropped too, just because of how readily available or just how, um, yeah. you know. How... Collabs are more mass produced now than they were before. Like before when you had a collab, it was only released at that specific store. Now it's like the store releases it first. And then like two weeks later, they have the wider release at like all the other boutiques and stuff. They'll get it. So I think Concepts is one of the few people that when they release it in store, you always get a special box if you mm -hmm. buy it from Concepts. But then once like Livestock or Capsule or any other store gets it, you just get the regular standard box. But I think quality-wise, I think once they started getting more mass-produced, I think the quality could have, you know, depending on the on the shoe and on the brand. Yeah, sometimes it does feel like it's not as good as quality as it, as it could have it was in the past, actually. Yeah. Like Size had some, always had crazy shit because, they used to always do collabs on obscure Air Maxes that like people didn't really wear, like mm -hmm. the Air Max Two, which is called the Air Max Light now. Yeah, right. Uh, like that was the successor to the original Air Max One, and like that shoe was so slept on because it was like sandwiched in between the Air Max One and the Air Max Nine. Ninety, right? yeah. Nineties Air Max Three, so it's like the Air Max Two was just kind of slept on, but you could kind of see some of the stuff from the Ninety in there, and then some of the things that they kept from the Air Max One. And they made so many collabs on the Air Max 2. Same thing with the, the Air Max 4, which is the Air Max BW, the big window mm -hmm. that they just started retroing. They have a bunch of collabs on, the, on that shoe as well. So I've actually been trying to hunt down some of them because the size has about like 20 plus collabs on the, on the Air Max 2. And the BW, I think they have about 10 or 15 different colorways. I, I was able to get like half of them, but 
some of them are just really, really hard to get. And now that they're older pairs and they're not pairs that are like sought after that people want, I think people just aren't really selling them or they just maybe didn't sell as many pairs. I don't know. Yeah. They're just, they're just harder to find. I guess people had them, they just wore them or whatever. And they, they didn't really like keep them like that. Right. Speaking of collabs, like this shoe right here, I was on the hunt for a long time too. I don't know you guys know, you guys remember burn rubber, the boutique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you showed us these pairs. Well, so this pair I, I recently finally got, but I couldn't find them anywhere, and the the resale was insanely high. So, so they're the Reebok question burn rubbers, right? Yeah, yeah. The burn rubbers. They got a, the, like ostrich on the upper here. They got Fucking the burgundy suede, and then suede on the heel, and they got the burn rubber branding on there, and then the speckled midsole, right? And then it's satin on the lining. Anyway, oh, this shoe was like super hard for me to find. I finally found it. I think like. A year and a half two years ago but because i couldn't find it one of the things that i usually do which i probably haven't mentioned is i designed my own version of it so <laughs> reebok had kind of like a nike id it was called your reebok and they had the pump the omni pump and you could basically they had so many more options than nike like nike limits your options but reebok had the speckle midsole gum bottom like everything that was pretty much on that shoe i just replicated on this sneaker same exact as close as i could get and yeah. i wore this around until I could actually find the sneaker itself. So I put everything that, that was kind of part of it, but this is kind of cool. Like I do a lot of stuff like that. Like if I can't find a shoe, I'll just try to make like a similar colorway on like one of the platforms. How's the quality on those, on those, your Reeboks? Like the, they're, the material? They're good, man. The leather's really good. The, the suede's, it's more of like a Nubuck on the upper here. It's not suede, mm -hmm. but like there's no creasing at all. I've, I've had these for, I don't even know when they stopped making your Reebok, but I've had these for at least like 12, 13 years now and still. Yeah, that's great. And you know what? You're you're one of those Nike IDs or like, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. create your own type of shoe kind of guy. Like even just the ID collection alone is insane, right? Like, yeah, like I made these, the oh, Air Max one, or Air Force Ones right Air here. Air Force Ones, yeah. Those now, mind you, I do have the Air Max One. This pair I was actually hunting for for a long time, the Air Max Zero, the Atmos Ones. Yeah, I remember you showed ones, us those. I think we're... Yeah, this was one of the ones I was sitting at my PO box for like two years. <laughs> yeah. but these are technically a Nike ID that Nike dropped, and they only, but it was only in Asia. And they, I think they had like 500 pairs. You could, they only had 500 pairs made. There was this one, and then there was the one that was like the Tiger Camo Atmos pair. So oh, when yes. the Air Max Zero came out, and that shoe was kind of hyped for a while, right? Until they put it on Nike ID, and then anyone could make whatever the hell colorway they wanted, and it, it kind of killed the demand for it. But this specific colorway... I was hunting for for like a long ass time because I just love the Atmos collabs that they do with Nike, right? Like Atmos, like I was talking to you guys before, like they do a, a shit ton of collabs and they don't always do a great job with other brands, but I feel like their Nike collabs are always like really, really on point. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, just talking about like collections and collabs and all that stuff too, like you're one of those guys that I noticed that when something like Size or Atmos comes out with something sneaker wise, you're getting all of them. Like it doesn't, you know, like right. you... You, you try yes i know you definitely try to get packs like you're you, you definitely like you're one of those guys that always has to complete packs and, and you're a size 11 and a half you always try to get in your size it's super tough to get it right so you know what's how important is it for you to just make sure that you have a pack like a complete pack? Uh, it's was important but now it's just so when adidas remember a couple of years ago they did the dragon ball z pack mm -hmm. yep. and they had eight different pairs and I was like, I need all of them. And the re it was a stupid reason. Like, if you put the boxes together, it makes a big image. Like, once you put all the boxes together. And it had, like, I didn't even know that. It had the Shenron, the Dragon. And, like, I really only liked two or three pairs from the pack. 
but I bought every single one of them just so I can have the entire collection. Like an yeah. idiot. they're just sitting there. They're not, I'm not even wearing them. So it's like, if you think about it, like, okay, each pair, if I got them all luckily for retail, but like each pair was retailing for like 250, let's say some of them were maybe around 200, eight pairs. That's about a grand, man, just to have a, a whole pack. And then I end up only wearing like one or two pairs out of the pack. I only really like the Goku's and the, the Vegeta pair. The other ones, are- all the other ones, yeah. You just had you got them because because yeah. of the. So I guess it's it's one of those things as a as a collector, you know, you you like to be able to do that, but you know, realistically, it's almost like a curse because you're like, shit, I need to have the whole set, but at the same time, it's like, fuck, I'll never wear this. So it's almost like I'm I'm like hoarding sneakers. It's insane. Like I'm living amongst my, my shoes. Like you know, like upstairs it, in one of the bedrooms is where all the Air Maxes are. Like I don't even have any Air Maxes down here. I brought down a couple pairs of shoes just for the podcast, but like all my Air Maxes are upstairs. And then I have a room over there that has all the Adidas in there. It's so shitty because like in the basement, like our, um, what's it called? The dishwasher broke and it started leaking and I didn't re- realize. And then it, I came down to the basement the other day. It was like about a month ago and it looked like it was raining in the basement because the oh, dishwasher was leaking. It landed on like a shit ton of my new balances. I don't know if you guys know, like I'm a huge guy when it comes to like special boxes or special. Yeah. 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 Look at what happened to some of my shoes. Like this. Oh was No. This was the Concepts uh, collab on one of their... Um, oh, damn. Like, damn. It messed up, like, a shit ton of pairs got, like, kind of damaged and shit. And, like, they're suede, started bleeding and stuff. So it, it kind of sucks, but what can you do? So after yeah. that happened, I'm just like, fuck it. Like, I'm not going to bother, like, with trying to collect <laughs> every... Complete packs and stuff? <laughs> I still want to complete that Concepts pack. I need those heavies still, too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's only because well, they're really nice. It's not because I just need to complete it. Yeah. Well, what would you say? What would you say in 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 your most recent memory was one of the packs that was the best in the last two years, in your opinion, in terms of quality, just like execution, all that stuff. Because you know we kind of shit on the newer stuff, right? But you know, like you said, the concepts pack, I, I thought was they knocked that out of the park. I'm trying to think what packs were like. Is there anything that's in your collection that you would say was like hands down? one of the nicest packs that has ever come out in the last couple of years most recently they came out the the what is it called the new balance protection pack was pretty dope that was dope yes I was able to get two out of the three i couldn't get the black pair but i got the gray pair which is i think the most sought after one anyway but i couldn't get 11 and a half i only got an 11 in those and then the cloud white pair i got that one i was able to get 11 and a half but i couldn't get the third pair so they're coming out with a protection pack and another one now with a bunch of different colorways this year. They have like the JP colorway. I think New Balance just makes a lot of good quality sneakers. And I think, I don't know if you guys know about the, the New Balance JP 1300s. So JP obviously stands for Japan and the 1300, that sneaker model is huge in Japan. And there's a specific colorway where it's similar to kind of like that colorway that Ronnie Feig had on the steel blue New Balances. It's like a, almost like a grayish, it's like a tannish gray. And then there's like a, a blue, like an ocean blue. And that shoe came out on the JP. And New Balance releases that shoe, the 1300, every five years they retro it. But the retail price is $400. It's insane. But they sell out instantly. Like the last time it retroed was 2020. If you go on StockX, they're like seven, 800 bucks right now. Jesus. And it's not like anything crazy. It's like a mm-hmm. dad shoe. It doesn't look like, any hype pair like if i was walking down the street nobody would be like yo what are those like nobody yeah, gives yeah, yeah. yeah but it's just supreme quality like they use like a horween leather on it and it's just like handcrafted in japan 
So in Japan, that specific model in that colorway was so popular that it always sold out. Kind of like the Air Max 95 in Japan was like huge back in the day. Like you couldn't find those anywhere. But like now New Balance has been making that same colorway and throwing it on a bunch of different models. Like they threw it on last year on the 1700 and they're putting it on the protection pack. So that 2002 coming out, I think next month, I think Mm -hmm. someone posted a pre-order for it. That pair is in the JP colorway. So that pack is nice. It's not technically a pack, but it's colorway that New Balance is like kind of famous for. And they're talking on like every single sneaker. A pack wise, I don't know what pack would recently came out that would be. I mean, the Union, the Union Jordan ones are nice. I never got any of them, but I remember I was at a, a, I was at a, a dinner and I was sitting at the restaurant and there was like 20 people there and I'm here trying to buy these Union. <laughs> and I added to cart and I checked out and they thought I was a bot. Like that was the first time Union was dropping and it said, we believe that you're a bot and it wouldn't let me check out. I'm oh, like, that's terrible. <laughs> I was on my cell phone doing it too. So I was like, I don't know how they thought I was a bot, but I guess their bot protection works so well. It just like didn't even let regular people get, get a pair. So that pack was nice. I'm trying to think of what other packs recently came out. The Kobe undefeated pack. The ones were really nice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got a couple of those. I got the camo green ones and then I got the, the all white ones with the gum bottoms. I went to LA a couple of years ago and I actually went to round two and Sean Witherspoon was in the shop and they were selling them for like dirt. He's right before Kobe died. I think mm-hmm. I got it for like 300 bucks. And then Jesus. literally the man died like the, right after I came back, like maybe a few months after I came back and the price went up to like 2000. It's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's great. But the quality, I, I remember yeah, like just quality. any of those Kobe undefeated ones are, the quality is insane. Yeah. Crazy. Like they sold a whole pack together, like an undefeated of the Jordan, or sorry, the Kobe, was it the four or the five, that pack of the four pairs? Yep. Yeah, and I remember StockX had all four pairs and you can get all four for like, it was like 1200. It wasn't crazy before Kobe died. Mm-hmm. And then the second he died, the, the price is skyrocketed. Yeah, each one is like a 12 yeah, yeah. or something. Yeah. I don't know. Is there any packs that you guys thought were, were dope, like recently that came out? Well, I mean, aside from the concept, I thought the concept was really nice. I try not to, to, to get too much into packs, but yeah, like I think Union, the Union 1s, the Union, I want to say... See, I want to say Union 4s, but I wasn't a fan of, like, the colorways and stuff. But I, in terms of, like, the quality, I thought it was really nice. But, yeah, I mean, it's just been really tough to... They're heavy, though, Kev. The, the Union 4s? Fours? Yeah. yeah like, they're heavy. Like, Union, like uh, it's has... like a fucking boot. Union's killed a lot of their... No, their, like, their like it feels stuff. like a boot. Yeah, no, no, I know what you're talking. Yeah, it's just super heavy in terms of the quality of the materials and everything. Like, super heavyweight. Yeah. Right? Got the Union 2s as well, but I don't... I don't know how much I like them in, in person. They're... I'm not a fan, man. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of those fucking deconstructed fucking shoes they did a few years back. Uh, the twos, the, yeah. I don't know if you remember those. They had them yeah. like all black, like the, yeah. the, the fucking tan or cream white. It's like it's like a step up from that is, yeah, yeah. is what it reminds me of. I, I don't know. And those little circles that they put I, on I those remind back. me of the, the Jordan 13, you know, the little stitch yeah, on the side of the 13, yeah. Holes. I'm not a I'm not a fan of the the twos. I think I they were they've been a hit up until the twos in my. And then yeah, the Manier twos are dope though. Like those ones. Yeah. For me, those are a must have. But I also have the first, the one and the three. So I got to get the two to just complete <laughs> complete there's the complete, Yeah, there's the <laughs> yeah, for, yeah, for me, I'm gonna go with the Ama Maniers, even though it's not necessarily a pack. But I mean, it will be a pack because they're yeah. releasing like. So I'm gonna go for me. I'd probably go with that particular one just because i feel like everyone they've hit out the park um i haven't seen the two in terms of in hand but i mean from the pictures and shit they're on par 
with yeah. the one and the three. So I'm gonna have to go with the Amama year. I think that pack was fucking dope. I'm probably, I'm probably gonna say, actually, you know what? I'm probably gonna say the Pata Air Max one pack for me. That one was nice. Like, oh, just, yeah. So I, I think just in terms of like, I didn't like all the colorways. I mean, seeing them afterwards, I think the black one and the the berry they were definitely slept on in terms of you know my own opinion of them. Like I feel like I should have got them anyways. But just in terms of the quality, the execution, uh, how easy they were to get to, I thought that was a great great pack too. In in most recent years, personally, it was a nice pack. The black ones kind of threw me off though. Like I, I that pack, like you said, I actually got triples of every single colorway except for the <laughs> two. The black and the burgundy, I got two pairs of each. But the black ones, when I got them, they weren't even leather. Like the all around the toe is satin. Yeah, no, I saw them in person. We went bowling uh, for Rich's birthday and and Rory, shout out to uh, the kicks I rock. He was rocking them and I saw them in person and uh, I just remember looking at them. Yeah, it's like, uh, yeah, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not leather. It's like this weird, you know, that material is like plasticky and you can like scratch it. Like remember those cards back in the day, the hologram cards? Yeah, like you, you turn it one way and it kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you yeah. scratch it, it's just like, rrr, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly, that's a perfect description. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> that but, was, uh, the, and I was like, why is this one like this? And like the original render of it, where it looked like the first two looked much better than what they ended up releasing. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. That was a good pack though. I like the first first two pairs, the the wavy, and it was like a little bit of a different a change on the on the Air Max ones. Yeah, yeah. We see. For sure, the like, first two I definitely liked. I think the uh, the one that I'm not big on packs because I'm I'm trying not to complete things like that. But um, the have a Nike Day pack. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. The okay, ninety seven. Yeah. The ones, the yeah. 95s. Yeah. 95s, yeah. There was an Air Max two seventy as well. Nike's been doing a lot of packs like, yeah. where they do like every model, like the Air Max 1, Air Max 90, 97, and then 95. Typically, the only one or two pairs are really nice, though. Yeah. I have a Nike like, Day 1 was nice, though. I think they were all, collectively, they were all cool. Yeah, slept on, too. I think, yeah. like, you you try to look for them now, and the prices have definitely gone up. Probably this. up. Yeah. And I think it was, you know, it had a lot to do with the fact that it was kind of after the Wolderspoon and the, the Atmos like those Air Max years and people were expecting, you know, to see, you know, crazy grail Air Maxes to come out every year. And then they came up with it, have a night day and people were like, ah, I don't want this. Right. They were just, I think they were expecting something else. Maybe that's what it was. But now you look back and you're like, oh shit, I should have picked those up. That, 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 Atmos pack was nice too. that, uh, that Jordan, Jordan three and the Atmos Air Max yeah. one. I think they did a great job on that rendition of the Jordan. I love what they did with the Jordan three for that particular one. You know what it was? I think people were expecting it to look like the Max 1 or like a little bit more so, sorry, like the, um, what is it? The Safari Air Max 1. But they mm. went a totally different route, right? They they did like, a, instead of having the gum bottom, they put a clear outsole. And yep. like I ended up getting that pack and then they made the upper out of like black suede and, and didn't really use any that much orange on the sneaker at all. Oh um, yeah, there was a green on it too, like a dark yeah. green. I was lucky to get that pack for retail. And uh, I still have it. But... What? You got Ooh. it for retail? Yeah. That's a come up. Because yeah. that pack is going for money. <laughs> no. Especially in a size 12. Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Shout out to Parlor. Parlor 23, I think they had a pack. It was just left for like two grand or somewhere around that ballpark. They were up there, though. Yeah. That's crazy. And I like how the box retail, man. Air Max has the Jordan logo underneath. And yeah, that shit is dope. I get a retro and then it also has like, the elephant print insole. Yeah. 
And it's a translucent soul. Yeah, yeah. Like a like a smoky. The word retail is like a fucking like it's like taboo now because we're literally paying resale for fucking almost everything. So when you hear people say retail, it's like what? He got yeah. the shit for retail, like, it's, which is crazy because it's like the polar opposite. Like retail is almost non-existent when it comes to anything now. So yeah, yeah. for you to get that pack at retail, that is fucking nuts. That was the it's first time I won a raffle in like the last twenty years. The first raffle I ever won that was Bro. a good raffle to win, but yeah. I didn't raffle, win anything prior to that. Raffle well, is it, a nice it, way, a nice way of saying you possibly have a chance when you really don't have a chance. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty much what a raffle yeah. is. Well, that's what I was going to say. Like, the, the word retail is almost synonymous with saying, like, I won the lottery, right? Like, that's Pretty almost much. what it's like, right? Like, <laughs> it doesn't happen very often. But, yeah, going back to your collection, I mean, you don't just collect sneakers. I want to talk a little bit about your toy collection, too, because, you know, you show us pictures in the group chat. And, you know, like, most recently, I think the thing that stands out in my mind is uh, you bought this Iron Man mask that fucking opens. Oh, like, yeah. it's voice. <laughs> you yeah. know, like, shit like that. Like, just talk a little bit about just, you know, where that comes from. Is it also part of your, you know, collector's mentality? Like, were you collecting toys first before you started collecting sneakers? Like, where did this all come from? Yeah, too? I always collected toys just because I'm like a big fucking kid, man. Like, I, I just, and I was always big into like Ninja Turtles and like those old shows, right? Like cartoons nowadays are nothing like they used to be back in the day. Like, you remember shows back in the day, like the women actually were shaped like women. Like now it's like Powerpuff <laughs> Girls and shit, right? It's like all the weird anime with the giant eyeballs and like like Teen, teen Titans when they're all like little teens. It's short, true. Yeah. yeah, it's true. Like you look at April O'Neil. And Thundercats, yeah. Yeah, of course. Thundercats when they have Shatara and she was like in her little cat suit or like He-Man. They all, like the women were all muscular. The women were like, like super fit and then like, I don't know, man. April O'Neil, like you said, like I was about to say April O'Neil, man. Yeah, Ninja Turtles. They were crazy. Just different. Things were just different back then. So just from that, like I collected toys and like I've just like you said, I collect a lot of shit. Like and Funko Pops was a thing. I think everyone collects or has at least one Funko Pop in their freaking house. And like I started collecting those like years ago. And it's because they're cheap, right? They're like 15 bucks. Yeah. And but then you end up just keep buying them. You're like, oh, it's 15 bucks here. And then you end up having like 200 of them. And then you're like, what the fuck am I going to do with all of these? So I was lucky enough to, like, I think about a year and a half ago, I found some guy who was a reseller of Funko Pops and he would go to Comic-Con and sell them. So he bought my entire collection. I think I sold him like 600 Funko Pops Jesus. for one shot. And wow. what I ended up doing is like, it took me a while because he, he said he would give me 50% of the, the value of each one, which I was okay with because selling them piece by piece, I might not have been able to sell all of them because some of them were valuable. Some of them were kind of worthless. Right. Right. But he said he would give me 50% value on every single one. So some of them, you know, were worth like three, 400 bucks. So I would have got 200. Some of them are worth like 20 bucks. I got like 10 bucks. Mm-hmm. I think in the end of it, like I sold all of them and he gave me like eight grand Jesus. and I just got rid of them all. And I had space and stuff. And prior to that, I used to collect hot toys figurines or like one, six scale figures. And they're like insanely detailed. Oh, they're expensive. Yeah. Yeah. And I had like a few of them. I had like, you know, uh, Inglorious Bastards. I had some of the Back to the Future ones, stuff like that. You know, the Batman uh, or Terminator. Well, I didn't have Batman. I kind of stopped Wars collecting ones. those because I was buying shoes as well. And it's just, it's too expensive to have two hobbies. Like sneakers <laughs> alone is already expensive, but to have like a toy hobby and a sneaker hobby at the same Hot time. Hot toys are hard to get too. Like, yeah. They come from Hong Kong, don't they? Or Yeah, they're, they're from Hong Kong. But now you can pre-order them and like order them online. Like, it's a lot easier to get them now than it was years ago. 
And like, it's just the price, like a retail cost for one hot toy after shipping and packs and everything is like four to 500 bucks. Yeah. And like he was talking about the, I have an Iron Man hot toy and it literally looks like Robert Downey Jr. And it's made of die casts and the chest lights up, the hands light up, like the mask lights up, all that stuff. And I also recently had gotten um, a one-to-one scale Iron Man helmet and it's voice activated. Yeah. Put it on so your sick. And then you say, I don't even remember what the hell you say. Like open mask or something. Yeah, or... open mask and the shit's like, <laughs> opens up. And then you just say close mask and it closes back up. You say, hello, Jarvis. And then he starts talking to you and stuff. And then he's like, turn hot on, toy or is that Hasbro or? No, it's like some Asian uh, company. I don't even remember what it's called. Something King. And it's like just an exact replica of an Iron Man mask, uh, Mark V mask from Iron Man, I think two or three. And the mask alone, I think was like, five hundred dollars it wasn't cheap but it comes with a remote but it also voice activated and touch activated so if you touch the side of the mask it just opens up and closes but it's like i don't have the suit so i can't walk around (laughs) mask on well you're completist so maybe you will have the suit (laughs) (laughs) i've seen some guy online who ended up buying the suit but like those like cosplay shit's like insanely expensive it's like five six thousand dollars for like i've seen people with some dope ass spider-man costumes where they look like legit i would love to get one of those like a spider-man car i gotta probably get in a bit a little bit better shape for that but those those things are like like two grand though so i'll probably not get in to start doing that too because that's just a whole another can of worms and if i open up i'll be like just have a closet full of like costumes and shit (laughs) but yeah so i got back into the hot toys after i sold my funko pops like i started picking up a few toys that i had missed out on like years ago so that's where i started getting some of the batman joker and stuff like i got i got the joker from 1989 the jack nicholson one and it's crazy like the eyes move like in the back of it there's a little peg and you can move it and like move his eyes in different directions guy it's insane and then i have the the different batmans from different eras so they made one from 1989 the michael keaton one and then they made the most uh, the christian bale one i didn't bother buying the other two what was it called the freaking george clooney and val kilmer Val Kilmer, yeah garbage (laughs) We're not even going to mention those two. <laughs> Which wasn't that bad. But uh, they're making <laughs> that a Robert Pattinson. Like, they just made uh, the Batman, the Robert Pattinson one. It's it's up for pre-order. The thing with Hot Toys, though, is like now they're starting to just do pre-orders, which is funny because sneakers used to do that. Remember, you used to be able to walk in a Foot Locker yeah. and order yeah. what shoe you wanted, and you just pay the money, and you had the shoe. And then they stopped doing that, and that shit made everything possible to get but like hot toys does a pre-order but the thing is like their pre-orders are like a year out in advance so like they announced this robert pattison batman and it comes with like the suit the, the, the bat cycle all that shit it's like five six hundred bucks but it doesn't release until 20 like mid to late 2023 so you're like pre-ordering it and then you gotta wait like a year they forget about it almost <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess well they gotta they gotta fun, they gotta fund the project man yeah, so just take all your money and making them <laughs> so much detail in those things man that's why like yo that's what they tell you man the motherfuckers they need the money man <laughs> to make that yo imagine how many people are pre-ordering it the year before that's yeah. their production cost bro yeah, <laughs> probably, yeah, yeah. but imagine how long it takes everyone to sit down and hand paint those little yeah. figurines yeah. That's what telling you, man. they got That's one what they guy, like it shows you who sculpted it on the box when you open them it shows who the sculptor was who the, who the painter was whatever whatever so they're definitely all like handcrafted and they're they're super crazy quality but the price is up there so i've kind of had to pick and choose what i wanted on that one so that one like you were talking about completing everything and being a completist of course i'd love to do that but I had to kind of limit myself. So I, I try to collect all the Spider-Man ones that they came out with. So mm-hmm. I was able to get like some of the rare ones are the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man ones. Cause those are the very first Spider-Man hot toys that ever came out. And those came out, 
back when, I don't even know, 2000 and something, six, 2007. I remember what year those came out, but those ones are like hard to get. They're like 70, hundred bucks a piece. And then the Andrew Garfield ones as well. Those ones I was able to get as well. And then now most recently they have the Tom Holland Spider-Man, but outside of that, they're now making like Spider-Man. I don't know if you guys have like a PlayStation. Any of you guys play video games? I, no, Rich does. Yeah. I do, but I don't play Spider-Man. Xbox. I'm a, I, got, I got both. I'm an Xbox guy myself, but the Spider-Man game was exclusive to Sony. PlayStation. Sony, yeah. yeah, PlayStation. So they've Hot Toys has now made the Spider-Man version of from the PS4 game as a figurine. But if you ever played the PS4 game, like there, you unlock all these different suits, like an anti-ox suit and then like a yeah. side suit and like a Miles Morales suit. They're basically releasing all the different suits in like figurine format. And like, no. like four or five hundred bucks. So it's like to get them all. And I do want them all. So <laughs> I, got, I think there's 13 of them total. I got about seven out of the 13 right now. Wow. That's getting close to the, the completing the video game. Set, but I had to limit myself to Spider-Man, some of the Batmans and then Infinity War. So Infinity War, they made like the entire cast from that damn movie, like Black Panther, you know, Winter Soldier was a Black Widow, like Iron Man. Captain America, Thanos, like three different versions of Thanos. So like there's over 50 characters and like each one is like four or $500. So it's like, you got to kind of limit yourself to which one you really, really want as part of your collection. (laughs) (laughs) One? I just went to the website and there's like 40 baby Yoda's like. Yeah, I don't even even get into Star Wars because there's like 1,500 different Star Wars ones. And I've seen some of these collections on YouTube, man. They've probably spent thousands and thousands, but their whole basement looks sick. And you guys ever been to the store uh, downtown Toronto? It's called Anime Extreme. You ever been there? It's on, it's no. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's near yeah, I've been there. Yeah, and they have a glass wall in the back with all the hot toys in there. And the dude, he's so particular, he won't let you use your phone or take pictures. It says no photos, nothing. I don't know why, but they have like a crazy collection of like hot toys figurines from like every Marvel character. And they sell them there too, but they're, they're kind of pricey. And I think yeah. they actually did a collab with Capsule, Anime, Anime Extreme, yeah. And Capsule, they opened up a new shop called Mother Base. You guys heard of that? Is that the one beside uh, Legends League? Oh, no, that one's called Homebase, no, no, I think. No, 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 that's Homebase. Mother Base is like, and I don't know if the store is open anymore, if it's just online, but Capsule and, and Anime Extreme started another, it's like a toy store. And they sell like all these. And I got a lot of the Enter Bay figures, too. I don't know if you guys remember, they did like the Michael Jordan figurines and the Kobe Bryant and all that stuff. Yeah, the movie. Yeah. yeah, so I got those as well. So I got to kind of start limiting what the hell I'm buying. <laughs> I just got way too much fucking. Well, did the toy collection and the sneaker collection, like, do they ever, like, coincide with each other? Like, you're talking about the Kobe stuff. Like, would you ever buy specific Kobe figurines because you have, like, the sneakers or anything like that? Or is it just... Uh, well, the Jordan figure that I bought, it's two. It, show, it comes with Jordan in his rookie year, and then it comes with Jordan in his last year in, in 1998, like his last year with the Bulls. And the box actually, the set comes with Jordans 1 through 14, every single pair. And you can just swap... Oh, the them. actual shoes. The actual shoes, mini shoes. And it's like OG colorways of every single Jordan from number one to 14, which was kind of cool. So I like, I, was, I put like the Jordan threes on uh, him and he has his little gold chain on the rookie. On the rookie. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gold stand. They also now sell a, a net that you can buy, like a, a one six scale basketball net to dunk. So I was thinking of getting that and then posing Michael Jordan to make it look like the dunk competition. And shit. Oh, yeah. Dope. And he's wearing the threes with the gold yeah, chain. Yeah, the <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, I can imagine, you know, just 
like you talk about you always whenever we talk to you you always talk about the basement like we're going to the basement right and there's all this just shit down there i remember you were going down there and you showed us this like crazy replica of like ghostbusters uh the the what did they call oh, the, the wand uh, yeah that thing like that thing was insane like the detail on this shit is just crazy like where yeah, did you get you this stuff? The, the backpack so they made the wand and then the wand at the back of it had like a, an attachment piece but that obviously they never made the backpack originally so they had you know how like kickstarter you can they have like kickstarter campaigns where if you fund it enough people fund it they'll mm-hmm. actually make it so hasbro it's called haslab so hasbro makes you know whatever toys but they have a online thing called haslab where they have kind of kickstarter campaigns where if enough people fund it they'll make like a limited edition of whatever so they're they had the ghostbusters backpack to attach to the actual wand gun that i bought and it was like 400 us but it was like a one-to-one replica of this backpack and you can probably find it online and it, it, they needed i think it was like eight thousand backers to to actually make the backpack and when they got to eight thousand but then if you hit i think it was ten thousand they gave you an extra bonusing twelve thousand mm-hmm. they added more to it right. so then at the end of it by the end of that backing period they had about fifteen thousand people and that's it like they're not selling it at stores for retail afterwards it's going to just be anyone who funded it at the time they're the only ones going to get it and i think right. there was a limit of like three or four per person but i'm like i can't afford that was like 400 us for one yeah, so yeah, I'm like, yeah. it was like 600 bucks for a fucking backpack. Yeah. But you didn't get that. You didn't get that because like you had like the Ghostbuster Rebox or something, for example. Like, did I you got it because I had the wand. That's why I wanted, <laughs> I wanted to complete the damn thing. I'm not going to walk around, but I'm like, maybe, maybe I'll wear it to like Comic-Con or a fan expo or something sometime if I get it. But it's, it's shit like that. Like I'll buy stupid stuff and I'm like, what the hell am I doing with this? <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it just makes for such a crazy collection. And you know, it, it's, it's kind of like what you grew up with in terms of, you know, just the shows and the nostalgia. And I think that all ties into everything too. Just, you know, a lot of these brands, like you mentioned, like Reebok and all this other stuff too, is that like, you know, these are brands that you grew up with. So, you know, to be able to get pairs that people aren't really checking for and, and be able to get these super limited and rare items, it's a lot easier too. But you know, just in terms of like the sneaker community, I know you said earlier you like to vent about shit, but you know we gotta talk about this earlier. But just the the sneaker community in general, like, what do you see, like, or sorry, what direction do you see the sneaker community going in right now? Like, you know, we've been collecting for you you twenty years now plus. What do you think you see for the future in the next maybe five to ten years? It's now like just everyone's just doing it as a business type of thing it's not as much people buying because of, you know, they like sneakers or the passion for it or whatever buying things they like it's more so and it's not everyone i'm not blanket statement at, but i mean like yeah the yeah. portion of people who are into sneakers now just want to buy what's hype the only good thing about it i've just noticed prices of sneakers of like resale prices have come down on a lot mm-hmm. of newer shit that drops so i think hopefully you know things start moving in that direction and they just nike understands that there is a big consumer base and they just start making more pairs because I think the more they make, you know, more people get them in their hands. And I think it'll deter resellers from trying to buy them to flip because they'll be considered bricks to them and people will be able to get shoes that they want. And, you know, you'll kind of, I don't know the game. I don't know what's going to look like in, in five, 10 years. Cause I, I couldn't, I would have never been able to predict that shoe. Some shoes would be worth thousands and 30,000, 40,000 for a pair of shoes. Like, yeah, right. Like, even back shoes were like really expensive. Like, at Flight Club, even at that time, the pigeon dunks were like two grand. And that was like the most expensive shoe. That and the Paris dunks, two to three thousand dollars on Flight Club. The undefeated uh, fours were also about two grand at the time. 
who the hell is is paying thirty thousand dollars now for those shoes? Yeah, right. I right. Mean, and- undefeated fours. Like, I get there's seventy two pairs were originally made, but like, you really gonna spend thirty thousand dollars on a on a pair of sneakers that probably cost Nike like six dollars maybe to make? Yeah, right. and like the retail was like not like it's crazy like well i mean and to your point too like you have that capsule collab that's only got 32 pairs and how come those aren't worth you know like thirty thousand? you know what i mean like why is there such a huge discrepancy in terms of you know like us getting back to you know the days where there were less than 50 pairs or less than 100 pairs made right like why don't we see any it's a lot of it's hype right like if it's a if it's a hype shoe and like uh you know a celebrity wears it like travis scott started wearing dunks and all of a sudden, all these old dunks started going up in price. Yeah. There's no other reason for that. If he didn't wear them and it wasn't like a thing and he wasn't pulling out old pairs of dunks, they would still be worth what they are. End of the day, yeah. it was worth what someone's willing to pay. Yeah. Your, your Kijiji listing for your Newcastle will still be at right. 80 bucks today to this day, right? Luckily, I didn't sell them. I mean, I liked them, but at the time, I was just like, I wasn't really wearing them. I still have a lot of dunks left, but like SBs, like the older ones. But like, even, it's funny because like I haven't been able to buy any new SBs. Like mm-hmm. I've got mm-hmm. one or two pairs and I think I paid resale for them. But like last time I was able to buy an SB was I bought the orange box Nike SB dunks from Nike. Yeah, they were, yeah. And then I think I had also bought the, um, what was it those little denim ones, the, the Reese Forbes or whatever, the highs. The, the highs. Ones. Yes. Yeah. And those were on clearance on Nike, Nike's website. This was like 2017, 2000, I think, yeah, around 2000. Yeah. I remember you showed us your, 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 your Nike account, uh, just what you purchased and and it's like, nobody wanted them. And then now all of a sudden everybody, why, why, why is like, like 24 months going to make such a big difference in the value of a shoe. And like, all of a sudden now everybody wants that shoe. Like, I don't get it. It it makes no sense. No, that's true. But I mean, what would you say like we can do then, you know, now that we see what the state of the seeker game is in, you know, is there anything that you think that you can do to sort of just create like a more positive space or be a more positive influence to the collectors, new collectors out there, maybe? I mean, I, I mean, everybody has to start somewhere, right? You can't like shit on people just because they're you know, just getting into a hobby. My thing is mostly just people. The thing that kind of annoys me is just people getting into it just to, for the money, right? Like that right. Thing more so. But if someone's truly and genuinely into sneakers and they show passion for it and they're interested to learn about whatever, then by all means, like I've always wanted to like share stories and talk about the history behind shoes. I love, you know, talking about that with people and, and sharing that kind of stuff. But I don't know. I just try not to comment as much anymore on stuff. <laughs> it kind of annoys me. So yeah. I just keep my mouth shut. Yeah. I used to always get into like, you know, like beef on, on Instagram and whatever, whatever, but I just, I don't even bother. Yeah. I let people do whatever they want to do. And, yeah. and Well, I mean, that's kind of what I was getting at was that, you know, like I just still remember that day at Flippin' Laces or, you know, um, Christian's event, just kicking it. And you literally just stood there with me and, uh, and Sean and just started just dropping knowledge just on sneakers. And, you know, like the stuff that you had, I'd never seen before. Right. And I've, been around for sneakers for a while but even still someone like me i'm still learning new stuff right still seeing stuff that i've never seen before so just that type of attitude i find it's not readily available anymore like there's not a lot of people out there that have that knowledge or really even willing to share that which i find kind of annoying because there's a lot of people out there that are just kind of like you weren't there when it happened too bad yeah. for you kind of thing right oh, and i, I don't hate like shit like that snobs. like i don't like sneaker snobs who think they're better yeah. than other people because you know they weren't there or whatever like that yeah that shit's not that's not that's not cool at all because like i said like everyone starts somewhere like if you're young you can't knock someone for just being young and not being able to work they weren't born when 
these shoes came out and stuff. So if they're interested in finding out about the shoe or they're willing to listen to what I have to say, I'm just an old dude like who just likes to collect sneakers. <laughs> but I'd love to share that information and just like teach people and stuff like that. That's that's perfectly fine. But sneaker snobs, that shit annoys the hell out of me. Like, don't be rude to someone just because they don't know something. And also, too, because their journey started somewhere, right? Like that individual. So it's like you didn't come out the womb fucking know everything about sneakers. Yeah, exactly. So we all learned it. It's funny because I'm so into sneakers, but my my own kids like don't give two shits about their shoes. Like, and I bought them so many pairs, and like I bought my son uh, Para Air Max ones to match me, and I haven't let him wear them yet because I feel like he's gonna just destroy them. Oh, he's gonna destroy them. No, 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 he is gonna destroy them. Like, he, I'll, I'll tell you right now, he's gonna. I bought them. him those Pippin uh, up tempos, the ninety fives, in the bold colorway, and. Yeah. He wore them to school the one day, like, and I was like, you got to take care of these. Like, and those weren't even rare or anything. They were just like, you know, you can go to Foot Locker and get them because he's a, he's a kid. So in like kid sizes, they were readily available. But like he came back after the first day at school and they were just destroyed. I'm like, bro, it looks like you've worn these for like two months straight. What the hell did you do in a six hour window? Like I bought like these, like these Terminators. Like I, these are my, this is my pair. And it's funny because these are, I bought these in Europe when I went to England. And this is the first pair of Nikes that they use like selvage denim on. And it has like the fake little, this is before they did a collab with Reebok. So they had a little tab on it. Leather on the back says Nike. Nike needs to, I think they're going to start retroing the Terminators as well. But then I was able to find a pair from my son in the same shoe. Like oh, dope. So, and I bought these like uh, on eBay. And I think I paid like nothing for them. These are a size five kids. And I paid like 50 bucks. So he's... I think he's about that size now, but I'm still kind of weary of letting like, him. Do I want to let him wear it? Because I know. I'm like, you know, like, they're like, you know, you don't see these anywhere. Oh, yeah, that's super dope, man. And, yeah, wait, I, wore, and I, I forgot, I wore these the other day, too, right? The, these are also yeah, I love those. Yeah, Swagger. those are pretty cool. And it's like Swagger, Swagger's a, a magazine, and they was like, they they did a collab on this shoe. And the actual collab that they, they did actually came with, like, a big, huge lace lock from the bottom to the top of the shoe, and it said Swagger on it. And the original ones are actually made of like croc leather. These ones are are snakeskin, but I think the original ones were only just like samples that they, they did. And then I guess they saw how popular they were. So they they released a retail pair. But these dropped, I think, what was this? 09. It's been so oh, long. Wow. And they're well, still they in immaculate condition and shit. But that was another shoot that I was like hunting for a while and I was finally able to get a pair. But I think once the debt. The, the hype from the nike dunk dies down nike will start doing other pairs like yeah yeah they're gonna they're gonna start retroing other stuff i beat out the force ones and stuff like that yeah but listen i mean i know you kind of went on a little bit of a hiatus from posting on instagram just for personal reasons whatever but like you know i just i just want to say like i i definitely appreciate like your posts specifically because when i see your post not only do you post just pictures of the sneakers but you get into detail about the stories and that's kind of what i'm getting into with you for as is that you have those stories and you have that knowledge and you're willing to share it. And, and I love that about you. And I love the fact that you share that with everyone. So keep doing that shit. And, and I appreciate you coming on and sharing a lot of the stories that you had to you with us today, man. man. Like you guys were so many guests on the show and I was like, fuck man, when are these guys going to ask me to come on? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, we tell everybody, be patient. We tap in with everyone. So there's an episode 78. And I finally <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna blame yeah. it on Trevs. <laughs> oh yeah, put it on me. <laughs> well, you know what? In your defense, though, I was trying to get you on for the Air Max thing because with Sean, when Sean was on it, right? Like, 
I always think back to that just kicking it um, yeah, yeah. event because you were you shared a table with Sean and I just remember standing with you guys and just talking to you. So I was telling these guys like, yo, we got to get these two guys on because um, honestly, you literally just throw out a question. These guys can tell, talk for hours, man. Sean has so many stories. It's crazy. And I remember he was, I was listening to, the, to your pod about what his, his episode and he was talking about this guy, Eric Asius, who was like the, the VP of Nike Canada mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he yeah. had done this documentary. Funny enough, I didn't even realize, like I worked at Ro- right up until recently, I was working at Rogers and there was a guy named who was a VP at, at Rogers and his name was Eric Ages. And I didn't put two and two together. It's the same guy. He's the rough, same guy. <laughs> he, was oh, of, he was a VP of Nike Canada for 14 years. And I don't know what he, I don't know if he resigned or whatnot. He left, went to LG, became president of, of LG Canada and then came over to Rogers as like the VP of customer care and shit. So yeah, it's like, I, and I, I've worked with him so many times and he's he's never talked about sneakers. Like, I, always, <laughs> I always wear sneakers at work and I didn't even realize it was him. So when yeah. Sean told that story, I was like, oh shit, like it's the same person. I went on his yeah. LinkedIn and it said like VP of Nike Canada. For 14 go. freaking years. I was like, holy small world, man. No, it's yeah. crazy. Oh, but yeah, we had so many pairs at that event that we couldn't fit them all because we didn't have enough table space. And then we started yeah. stacking boxes so we can you know fit more pairs on. Sean has like an extensive collection. He's more so a Nike guy and specifically an Air Max guy. Like he doesn't have, he might have a few pairs of like non-Air Max. He's a lot of obscure pairs as well, but like yeah. he's a huge 180 guy and he has a lot of Air Max ones, Air Max 90, stuff like that. So he brought a shit ton. Some of the pairs we had duplicates of, but I was trying to bring like different things. And I think we did that event before, what year was that? 2018? That was, that was just after the Raptors won the championship. So it was like oh. November, 2019, I think. Okay. Something like that. Yeah. Like October, November, something like that of 2019. I remember I had brought like a shit ton of SBs as well. Like some of the older stuff, like the lobsters, like a lot of my, Oh, your table was crazy, man. You had this like eight, like aliens. What was it? The aliens or something? Alien stompers and stuff like that. Yeah. No, but there was one that came in like a, like a a glass. Oh, that was, uh, that was a venom and carnage. The Puma. Yes. But yeah. That was, like that shit was insane. Like some of the stuff that you have, like, and that's what I'm talking about in terms of your collection is that like the packaging of the stuff that you have and like these obscure pairs, like people don't collect like that anymore, man. Yeah. And the diversity of it too, within brands, right? Most people are only collecting Nikes or Jordans or one brand, right? You've got everything. Yeah. But it's kind of hard to like, pick like and when people are always like oh pick a favorite shoe yeah favorite yeah model whatever then you're just like fuck like right now lately i think it's because i'm old i just wear a lot of like low cuts in running shoes like i don't really wear like i got so many jordans that i don't wear them because they're not comfortable mm-hmm. sorry rich man like jay's i can't with jordan man like they're yo, just- I'm, yo i'm getting there man don't even get it twisted i'm i'm because some of them are just I'll put them on i take them right off man that's what it is it's like they're, they're just good for standing you stand for a little bit in them and then that's pretty much you maybe go to a sneaker event or like a jordan event at the jordan store when it was open you wear your jordans and then you know that's it like but if i'm long distances i'm wearing some new balances oh yeah Yeah. i'm gonna yeah if i'm gonna be on my feet i'm definitely putting something comfortable on but that that's where it ties in once again for me with the older retros right the newer shits is like a shell of itself yeah you wear some of those older retros like yo the the jordan nines from like oh two bro it's like walking on the i can wear the shits all fucking day if I put on a new Jordan 9, I'm done in like an hour, hour and a half. It's just it's just not comfortable. So I just find with a lot of those retros, even that Jordan 11 low I wore this week, the IE from 03, comfortable yeah, yeah. as fuck. Comfortable as hell. 
because you get a lot of it has the tech. The original right? tech. That was the original. That's about to say a lot of it's original tech. Exactly. So that like, just makes it so much more different when you're wearing those pairs. But like the newer stuff, bro, I, I can't, man. Like it just like can't do it. Shit. Like I don't know. If you guys remember like Iverson's? Remember the answer? Like uh, the answer one, and it had the yeah. DMX technology. The, the DMX technology. And like yeah. you literally stepped and it had the, the 10 pods and you stepped on the heel and you could literally feel the air moving from your heel to your toe. And then they retroed them. Removed it. And they removed it completely. It was just basically like- They put a sticker. Just a display. Like it, it didn't, it just like had the look of it, but it didn't have any DMX tech in it. And Bro, like, it was bullshit. Bullshit. Jordan 15s. They, and they got in shit too, because when they retroed that Jordan 15, they lied about the tech. I think it was in the forefoot and the heel and it didn't have it. I think it was Nightwing that actually did a review on it and it came to light that it actually didn't have the tech and they were saying that it did. But if you wear that Jordan 15, the new one, and I have a pair from, I mean, I have the originals as well as I have the pair from 07 and it has the tech and yo, dude, it's like a completely different fucking shoe. And that's what I tell people. I'm like, yo, the, the older stuff, obviously some of it doesn't stand the test of time, but the ones that are still wearable, they're super comfortable because you have the tech. Yeah. Like now it's just a shell version like of itself. It's yeah. crazy. So it's kind of cool that Nike did the, that with the Kobe's. They, they pro-tro or whatever, and they put the there tech go. in a retro sneaker that didn't really have that much tech back then. Yeah, I mean, that's that's Nike, though, right? They, they do certain shit, and other shit is like, what are y'all thinking? Yeah. Like, you know, and I think because Jordans are more now, it's a casual thing. Like, people wear it for fashion type of, yes. type of deal, so you lose all of that. You know, you pull out the insole, the whole fucking thing is cardboard. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's crazy, man. Like, like so I compare because I look at the older stuff and the new stuff, and I'm just like, yo, like, damn. It's, yeah. But I, I feel you. Uncomfortable. I'm not going to lie. I love Jordans, but it's a hard reality now that I'm not going to be able to wear them that much longer. And that's just because we're getting older, right? Like, my body ain't the same. My knees, all of that don't work the same. So it's like, I got to, some of them I'm retiring, man, because it's just not worth it at this point in the game. You know, if I go out, I want to be comfortable. I don't want to be like, y'all got to take my shoes off. Like, you know, you got to sit out, pull them off and, you know, get a breather and then put them back on. <laughs> I don't got time for that. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. So I feel you on that. Yeah, I had a, a, I love the Jordan 3s, but like a couple months ago, I went downtown wearing the, the free throw line 3s actually. And I was wearing like low cut socks in the back of my heel. I just got a huge blister and I had to go to Foot Locker and buy a pair of high cut socks just to <laughs> cover up my blister and walk around for the rest of the day. <laughs> what am I doing? Yeah. She still saw it after too, but I'm like, yeah. Christ, like, okay. Hey, I walk into Foot Locker and I get, yo, six shoes, man, from some random guy I don't fucking know. And I'm here bleeding from my heel. Like, <laughs> I mean, not get a compliment than to have a blister for like a week. Yeah, yeah man. So true. Well, those threes are brutal if you're wearing low cut socks. They really yeah, mash up your ankle. Oh, I don't even do it. Yeah. For as man, thank you. We, we appreciate you jumping on with us. Let's let's transition quickly into shout outs. Wanna call you got any? No, I'm good right now. Nope. No weed promotion. I'm gonna shout out the Glizzy Festival coming up. Chef oh. one more time. Did we done? Look what Chef done did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. Oh, so excited. Oh. Yeah, 
Along the same lines, I'll, I'll shout out again, uh, Swanya Aprons. Uh, that's Kellen's wife actually runs Swanya Aprons. So shout out to her, not just, you know, for helping me out on that apron, but just in terms of the aprons themselves, I know Rich has got one for his wife. A couple of the other guys in our group have gotten like the quality of these are insane. They're handcrafted. She does them to order. So uh, anyone that's looking for aprons, like she's got all these different prints and, and materials and all this shit too, like like quality wise or insane so packaging as well like just yeah the presentation really nice yeah everything about that and you know support local everything's amazing about uh about those aprons so definitely want to shout her out nice i will shout out jr weidman months and months ago he was doing our well i think he was still doing that to, to recently but he had a gofundme to donate some pairs of the nike go flyies to some people who actually needed the shoes. So uh, I, he posted yesterday that he's actually, he's got a list together. He's got like total shipping costs. He's ordering, it, so it looks like it's 23 pairs that he's going to be donating back into the community. So I know we, we promoted that. I want to say that was last summer, maybe even, I can't remember when it was, but it was, it was, it was a while ago we were, we were talking about that. So to anyone who donated, he's put in process the, uh, the orders. So love to see that those pairs going back into people who are actually going to use that shoe and just not, Fries, you talked about this with people just buying it to resell it, right? Like, you know, a shoe's designed for people with disabilities, right? Who can't put on a shoe on their own. It's terrible that people are buying it up just to resell it. So shout out to him, man. That was that was great putting those those pairs back into the community. Yeah. Good shout out. Fries, what about you? Shout out to you guys for having me on. That's <laughs> pretty much it. I don't have any anyone specific to shout out. Thanks again for having me on. It's been a good conversation. I feel like it's been way more than an hour, but it's all good. Um, all good i could keep going for hours upon hours so <laughs> you guys ever want to bring me back on with sean we can uh do a duo oh Lord. yeah definitely <laughs> it's gonna be a fucking marathon <laughs> eight parter uh, eight. <laughs> release it in parts uh, it's gonna be a trilogy <laughs> rich what oh, about man. you yeah, man, just a uh, shout out to uh, the homies of Omnis, as usual, man, my, my second home. Faraz, shout out to you, man. Yeah, I apologize, you know, it took us, <laughs> took us a while to tap in with you. But honestly, man, like, yo, great conversation. I just love that you're unapologetic. You know, you speak your mind and it's always, I'm always seeing your fucking comments on shit. I'm just like, yeah, yo, man, this motherfucker's everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like the most random post, like with sneakers and I'll see Faraz's fucking comment. I'm just like, yo, like, bro. Guys everywhere, man. So, no, but it's cool the same thing. He 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 complains a lot. You know, Shaheen from Still. Yeah, absolutely, man. If me and him, if we were to be on there, it'd be nothing but complaining. As <laughs> <laughs> a podcast, I think we're bitching like two old guys. But it's crazy. No, I appreciate it because you're always and uh, like the thing you you say is insightful shit, or it's like questions like you know I, I was thinking the same shit. Like some of your comments, like I was literally thinking the same shit. So it's just it's cool to. I don't worry about it anymore because brands stopped sending me shit anyway, like a little <laughs> while ago when I stopped posting. So they just, you know, Nike used to send me stuff, Reebok, like little Adidas and stuff like that, but they stopped. So now I'm like, all right, whatever. I don't have to worry about what I have to say. Like, <laughs> but yeah, man, appreciate appreciate you hopping on, man, with us, man, chopping it up. It's been fun for sure. Yeah, man, for us. Thanks a lot. Guys, as always, you can follow us on Instagram at InKicksWeTrust. Make sure to use the hashtag InKicksWeTrust for a potential feature. I am Trevor Fernandez, and you can find me on Instagram at Trevsky63. Kev, where can they find you? Yeah, you can also find me on Instagram, Kevin K. Man. Juan, let's hear it. Find me on Instagram, 321. 
Like I said, you can always message me about travel and kicks, mainly Jordan ones, but everything's free game. Ah, sounds so good. <laughs> Collie, where can they find you? I'm in the backyard barbecuing glizzies. G3 <laughs> <laughs> the Collywood life on IG. <laughs> Uh, and Rich, where can they find you? <laughs> you can find me on IG, man. Girl status 13. And oh, Frazz- shout out to the shoe game. Sorry, shout out to the shoe game. Forgot about them. Um, I did another post uh 10 years, 10 years of Jays. Um, and they reposted my shit. Um, so that's that's pretty dope, man. So salute to them. The shoe game on IG. No, I saw oh. that's big. You're gonna have another 10k. You're gonna get to 20k now, Rich. Maybe we'll see. I mean, <laughs> that might have been a one-off, so we'll see. Fraz, where can they find you? Same thing, Instagram, laced underscore heat. Awesome. Fraz, man, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Guys, everyone stay safe and be well. We'll see you all next week.